Y'all niggas like, I'll let y'all get y'all shit off. Listen, this is episode 112. We are not 112. Not even a little bit. I will be honest though. I will be honest. Slim from 112, he got like that voice. I I, I fuck with it, yo. If I oh Slim, do it for you. Nah, he do it for me. He does it. Oh, that's what you turn on when it's ready to yell me. Yeah, yeah, man. That 112. Episode 112. We here. We here. I can't believe we made it this far, y'all. It's episode 112 of the Need to Know podcast. Uh, what you need to know, when you need to know on the Need to Know podcast. I am one third of this trifecta, this threesome. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to figure out something for 2021 to get rid of the threesome because I know it makes you guys, and not the listeners, you guys, no, no, not you guys, <laughs> Alex and Steph uncomfortable. Your actual co hosts. Yeah, <laughs> the people like, I'm in the trenches with. Like, it makes you uncomfortable. Uh, every time, so, I feel like every time he says it, me, me Alex, me and Alex do the, like that awkward smile, like that laugh. Y'all look away. Like, <laughs> no, you look you away. Like, 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 I, like, I look at y'all. Oh, oh you see us. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You still don't, and you still ain't caught on. So you make us uncomfortable on purpose. <laughs> Big surprise there. Yeah, right? <laughs> Episode 112. <laughs> uh, I'm one third. I go by the name Savon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy. Hey, what's up, y'all? Actually, mm-hmm. hey, you got a rebrand, bro. Oh my God, you're right. Let me show ah, my new shit, y'all. He don't like it, Steph. I he hate don't like it. it. I hate because, it. real quick, before we get into it, Steph, you feel like it bothers you, know. you and Alex? It does, <laughs> and he's such like a supernova superstar. Like, it's Alex mad is like Alex more is. than just screen mate. Yo, you, you want to know what it is, Steph? My mom thought Listen. I was gonna be basic, y'all. So, <laughs> y'all, bro, like respectfully, Alex Alexander is a great name. A lot of people don't know my name is Alexander. Oh, that is for a reason. That is for a big reason. I, mean, I, I think I called easy. you Alexander on the podcast one time. Yeah, like when you got angry. I was like, tr- I was like trying to use like my like my mom voice, and I was like, really, Alexander, really? See, see how that could be used there. He was like, how, he was like, how, how you know that was my real name? <laughs> As the three of us grow in our budding professional careers, yeah. my full name is what I use. Like I use it, like it's it's just what I do. Save on Slater, you know what I'm saying? My and this sounds like a stage. It's a good name. Slater. It's a good name. It got a little ring to it, you know uh, what I'm saying? So. I go by Savon Slater. Steph, you go by Steph Styles. You have a stage name, stage presence. And then we just got this basic nigga, Alex. <laughs> so, as hell, bro. The boy I called ain't. Alex. Some I some. called Alex. And I said, bro. my two way. Like, yes. Midnight. It, it was probably like <laughs> one in the morning. I think I was leaving a bar or some shit. But you guys are always on my mind. So I called Alex at like Aww, 1 a.m. And I'm like, yo, hey, who the fuck is Alex? And why are you him? <laughs> like, let's figure this thing out. So uh, we, we, we try to attach something else to Alex. Uh, Alex, you want to reveal yeah. it? You want to do your reveal? Yeah, let me reveal it to y'all. You know, it's it's not nothing too crazy. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's, not, it, it's not crazy. But you know what? You know, it's, it's your boy Alex I, man. It's, it's your boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Slow I'm down. Re- rewind. I, I, Go again. Alex I. You know what I'm saying? Alex, Alex I. I. Okay. I so I feel like me. we need to do the whole intro again. Who do we have? All right, back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Hey. I like the way I, I do things here. I like the way we do things You like the way we run this operation. What's going on, everybody? It is the Need to Know Podcast. I'm one third of this conglomerate. I go by the name Savon Slater. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Alex I. What's up? Ah, oh, I like how that's... Ooh, had damn. to throw the what's up on it. 
Come oh, on, Slim man. do it for me, and now your new name is doing it for me too. Save I don't on, even know to choose. You a Slim? Save on, save on, save I on. I don't even know. We are ten minutes in. I want, I want wow. you to save some personal fouls. All right. <laughs> I'm about to be. Can, can I be Steph F? Steph. <laughs> Steph F. Steph F. Baby. It's never good enough, right? Ooh, Ferrari Steph F. F baby. Ferrari F. Steph. <laughs> Yo, vroom, Steph. Vroom. Is- Steph is like we moving corny mom. No, no, Steph is like the hot I'm mom funny. who makes the corny I'm jokes. I'm like, wild, funny. but yeah, I'm a funny you're beautiful. Ass mom. So it's like <laughs> overcompensates. Like I don't think the audience catches some of the corniness that like you. Nah, like it's sometimes. it's funny though. Like I feel like my personality. Like if I was dry and I had these corny ass jokes, like it wouldn't work well. You know what I'm saying? When well, you sexy, you right. could get anything off. <laughs> I believe I'm it. Funny. I'm funny. I, listen, that's why they don't judge you. You see? I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm funny. I went to Six so, yeah. Flags yesterday with my friend. Um, hence my uh, my uh, horse voice. Sound like I smoked a full pack of Newports today. Um, <laughs> but I was riding on roller coasters, and oh, I said I said all that to say that the group of people that yeah. I was with, um, they said that I had them in stitches all day long. So you I just wanted to um, refer back. Yes, oh, people think I'm funny. I'm funny. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, I didn't even catch the ball. <laughs> I'm funny. I don't understand. So you had them in stitches. The group that, that I went to Six Flags mm. with yesterday let me know that I was a hit. Like, kept the jokes coming all day. They just, they was just kept them coming. Like, just kept them they coming. was just lying. No. They was just lying they all no day long. What, what no, they had a reason. They was with you all day at Six Flags. You know what Flags. it is? You know what it is? Y'all don't, y'all don't appreciate me. That's, that's what it is. That's okay. <laughs> I'm regular. I'm Sorry, regular sir. to you guys now. You're used to my jokes. It's okay. Yeah, you you're just like my name. The new material. Basically. Well, we do have like a super producer who kind of like listens to us all the time. She can rank <laughs> us in funniness. Like Shiv, what's going on, baby girl? How you doing? Hey, Isn't this hey, y'all. Uh, Shiv, you want to rank us from funniest to least funniest? Oh my, why would you do that? Ah, why do you want to Everything got to be a competition. Okay, whatever, 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 whatever. Don't do it, man. Damn, y'all never want to have fun. a walking competition. No, and then it's like, you I'm the only one, so it's like, it puts me on the spot. Like you're making me choose between. Yeah. No. That's Yo, well, don't mind, don't mind say gonna win. And humor is relative, anyway. Humor is relative. Yeah, and I have dark oh, yeah, humor. True. I'm pretty dark, so. Like so obviously she's gonna choose you, Savon. I didn't know her humor was dark. <laughs> I had no you idea. Dark humor. No, I didn't know Shiv was into that. I know I have oh. sick ass dark humor. I say a lot quiet. of things I probably wouldn't like, shouldn't say on this podcast, honestly. <laughs> but I say it anyway. Um, before we get into everything <laughs> that happened this past week. I did a thing, guys. I did a thing. Okay, okay, and I don't okay, really do things, because y'all know I just stay in my crib a lot of the time. Um, but I did. I featured on another podcast, Ferris City Podcast. Hey. And I also wrote an article, my first article in like three years, y'all. I was shook. Shook. I love it. Word. It, it, it was a little bit scary. For those who don't know, um, I do have a background in writing. It was probably my first love. First thing that I mm. was like, oh shit, I'm actually good in this. Like, wait, mm. I can't dance. I can't play basketball. I can't <laughs> do nothing. But I can write. Um, so, and also, that's a lot of people ask me how I got to where I'm at with Joe and doing all that shit. Mm-hmm. One of the things that helped me was that um, on my Twitter page at the time, before I met anybody, I had all of my articles pinned to my profile that I wrote. So, if you go back somewhere, far, 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 far back, mm-hmm. when I was just an intern, I was writing. So, this is the first thing that I've written in, like, wow. the last three years. Wow. 
Wow. How was it yeah. like getting back into your creative process? That it felt really yeah. good. I had writer's block at first, but I've been super, super blessed with the ability to just write fast. Mm. Like, I don't really need too, too much editing, but I write quick. So, oh, so once I got... A breeze got That's great. It, it was. It was. My mom, she used to get tight because me and my mom, mm. we went to school at the same time. So we would both be writing papers at the same time. And she's like, fam, how are you writing these 12-page papers in two hours? I'm like, yo, I lock in and I, I just go. So it felt yeah. really good. Um, it felt like, it, you know when we take a week off? Yeah. Oh, no, fuck that. Back. Fuck a week. Fuck a week. It's like when we take our December break, our holiday mm. break that we normally take. And then that first yeah. episode comes back and yeah. it comes out and we're all like anxious. Like, like oh my God, what are they going to say? Yeah. It yeah. was that times 10 because now wow. it's my written work. Mm. And it's yeah. like, okay, mm. do people still read in 2020? Like, <laughs> is, am I wasting my time? Like, nobody's going to read this. So I was scared. I had no idea. I had no idea, but yeah. we got a dope response. Shout out to yeah. Feral City, their yeah. team. Um, you know, we're going to announce a lot more things to come with them. But dope. for me personally, it was just, it was a good experience, man. I had a good time. Man, Go check that out, by the way. It's on you, my page. You got, a lot of, you got a lot of good feedback, too. Mm -hmm. I did. I was surprised. A lot of good feedback. Again, mm -hmm. Who mm -hmm. reads? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, these are reading anything? So no, right, yeah. that's really what it was. like. And, and one of the things that I kept in mind while doing this is like, okay, I have to make it worth your time. Like, yeah. I have to say something. You know, I know we have the jokes here. And that's the other thing. I was talking to Shiv the other day. Like, it's such a balance between what we do because we wear so many different hats, literally yep. and figuratively. Like, yep. okay, cool, I get all the jokes from Joe. So now people think I'm a horny, heartbroken <laughs> man who can't get over his ex on Joe's podcast. Jaded. <laughs> exactly, and then I come mm -hmm. over here and then I have a different personality. I play a different role and people assume that of whatever they get from here. Right. But then it's like, all right, now it's just my pen. It's like, you're gonna take what I have to say um, and and yeah. you know, figure out that part of who I am. So yeah, it was I nice. think that's great. Yeah, as as a writer, like I think I'm also somebody whose writing was like my first love too. Um, mm -hmm. But I think like the, as like for a writer, that's how you're really really able to express yourself and show like the fullness yeah. of who you are. Exactly. Like right. with it's like it's the most freeing thing if you're a writer and you know you understand. But like it's the most freeing thing because you kind of are able to get out exactly what you mean and how you mean yes. to say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait to Shout bring to more. This is just yeah. Thank you. Thank it's you. The first of mm -hmm. a few installments that I have. So come on. Just an Say Vaughn's giving y'all the master class. It's just an intro. He give y'all the master class, man. Come That's on. Time to pick up the gems. We Listen. We, we are working. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because you went to go see another podcast this week and lo and behold, so was I, man. Hey. Y'all was pot hopping this week, huh? Yeah, Steph, we was cheating on you. I see that. <laughs> I'm like, where was I when all this potting was going on? Ah, it's just it's just God's way of, of, of timing. That's all. That's Absolutely. All. Now you was with Sterling K. Brown. Ooh. <laughs> ah, Maybe like last year. Like, yo, but, 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 yo, if I go on Amazon right now, you next to Sterling K. Like I don't no, even she know had lunch where you be. She I don't even know where. You. Oh, okay. she had lunch with Eddie Murphy. That's yeah. who, oh, I it was Eddie that. Murphy that she had. It wasn't Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Yes, it was Eddie Murphy. It was Chris. It was Chris Rock. Oh, you just got yeah. mad of him on the list. We can't even keep oh, up. Fault. It and went from Will Smith. 
I oh, just no, you told me passing I know, around lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to Will Smith, <laughs> to Chris Rock, to Eddie Murphy all in the same week. Me and Savon was confused. We didn't get an invite. We was just trying to understand what was going on. You know, this <laughs> is like a perfect example of the media spreading false narratives. <laughs> We're supposed to be a, cr- a credible podcast. Yeah, out here. I'm trying to big you up, last. girl. Fake it till <laughs> you make it. <laughs> Picture soon come. Picture soon come. Uh, but yeah, yes, so yes, uh, you went... pulled up to a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my guys at Saratobi Sports, man. Um, we don't talk sports at all in this podcast, and Thank God. me and Savon I mean, are really into sports. Aw. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't oh. notice that if you listen to this podcast though. Like, what? I had somebody question me the other day. Like, I don't know. I had posted a picture like. I think I was working out like a couple months ago. They were like, you work out or you play sports? I was just like, damn, like, just because I don't post everything. But, you know, I went over to the Saratobi Sports, man. We, we spoke about a lot of playoff basketball. Um, a lot of those guys I used to work with, too. So it was a nice episode. Y'all should go check that out, man. Mm-hmm. Saratobi Sports. That's yeah. dope. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have yeah, a question um, really quick. This is kind of on topic, kind of off topic. Um, but how did you guys feel about um, what was going on in the NBA this past week with, like, the players? Um, um, I know we, we didn't have it in. We don't have to stay on it long. Just, like, yeah, as yeah, fellow, yeah. not fellow, but as, you know, sports yeah, consumers. Yeah. I know you like basketball. So how did you guys For take sure. that? I love it. I love it. I mean, at first, um, before the season resumed in the NBA, the whole bubble conversation, I think mm-hmm. I was on the side of, hey, your voice will be louder if you hold out and don't play sports, which I still think it may have been louder, but I do think the players mm-hmm. are doing a real good job outside of just the NBA. Like, you know, the bare minimum is to put those quotes on the back of your arm. I mean, the back of your shirt, Jersey, right. you know, for me, bare minimum. And a lot of players have said that, but every single star player in the league, whether it's the stars that Steph, you may know, like the LeBron James of the world or right. somebody who is a little bit more invested in basketball, like a Jamal Murray, Every time they get a microphone, they're keeping that message alive. They're keeping that same energy. They're keeping their foots on their necks. Um, so I, I, I like it personally. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm really proud of those guys. I'm proud that this is our era of sports. You know, I'm proud mm-hmm. to say, like, all right, one day when I have children and we get to talk about these times, like I say, yo, I remember seeing the shoes on Jamal Murray's sneakers. I remember mm-hmm. hearing these guys say, yo, fuck the, the, the heartbreaking playoff loss that I just had. There's families who lost lives yeah people they love you know what i'm saying this is just a game to me like cool he missed a shot i gotta go home you know i get to go home brianna taylor her family and countless others of uh, uh victims they don't get to go home so right. i love it i love it yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely i, will say, I heard say vaughn no i'm yeah. sorry no go ahead no go ahead okay. along with say vaughn yeah. i was um I, I am a bit happy about it like I love making jokes about uh, NBA Twitter. Like that's like my favorite thing to do. Like let's just NBA Twitter. That's my favorite thing to do. Like let's just make a bunch <laughs> of jokes here and have fun about this clown about who's playing. You know the worst. But I'm not gonna lie to you. When they when they had the pause, I was a little bit puzzled because you know it kind of felt like, all right, what are we doing it for? Because if you mean to tell mm-hmm. me it took a pause for you guys to actually put like. Uh, investments into uh, uh, black programs, etc. That mm-hmm. kind of bothered me because it kind of seemed like, all right, what if another person like uh, Jacob Blake, thank God he wasn't killed, right? Yeah. You know, God forbid, I mean, God willing, he wasn't shot. You know, would they have made another stance to try mm-hmm. and improve the, you know, the league? Because mm-hmm. now after they've had that meeting, after the pause, they've now put in initiatives with the owners are in on it where they want to uh, uh, take account and action on certain things. 
So, you know, after hearing that, I, I feel a little bit better and it feels like we're still on track. But the thing that that's the best for me is how the players are taking this. They're taking this very yeah. seriously. Mm -hmm. When they're losing, it's not it's not losing because, I, you know, my play was bad. It's losing because mm -hmm. I wanted to win so bad for Breonna Taylor. I mm -hmm. wanted to win so bad for Jacob Blake, you know. So that that you know you know warms my heart because they go on to say these in the post uh, interview, post interviews. Nah, for yeah. sure. sure. How do you feel, Steph? Somebody who, who who's not too invested in sports. How, how do yeah, you feel? I mean, I was really proud when I heard about mm. it. I was really really proud because I think that that's playing smart, right? Like not playing mm -hmm. is like Literally. playing smart, right? Um, a little that. double entendre there. Come on now. Uh, but um <laughs> but i told you i'd be getting them off but no i was i was really proud i was really proud to see it i think that um I've, i have a friend that works uh as an administrative assistant in the nba um and she's oh, like letting me know that yeah everybody's like calendars like their meetings are going crazy people want to work with the nba they like what they're doing they like what they're standing for yeah. um so, you know, there's always going to be, like, the business aspect of, like, the business going up because you make for good sure. decisions. But, like, morally, I'm happy that they're standing on, like, solid ground. I think that's yeah, a good Yeah, no, play. that's dope. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure, for um, sure. <clears throat> well, mm -hmm. I hate to make this hard left, but Screech. I think it's definitely appropriate. I think yeah. it's super impactful. Um, last week, after we recorded a few days... I came home from the studio. We were recording with Joe, as we do each and every Friday. Came home, sat on my laptop. I'm getting ready to work. Actually, my friend had pulled up. We trying to hit the streets. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get out there. It's Friday night. I'm home early. I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. Um, and my brother just walks in the room, and he says, Yo, Chadwick Boseman's no longer with us. Huh? What do you mean? Like, he left the Marvel Universe? No more Black Panther? Like, what do you mean he's no longer with us? He said, Yo. I, I think he's gone, like he's passed away. And obviously the first thing you do, well, that I do, you run to Twitter, you type in his name. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. how I usually get my information. I just type in a keyword, mm -hmm. Twitter, and then I type his name in and I saw the reports and it just put a damper on the entire night. The streets did not get me. I did not get the streets, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it, it, it really just put a damper in a dark cloud over the night now before we kind of get into all the specifics he was 43 years old yeah. i have a father who's 42. Mm -hmm. um wow he played a superhero you know mm -hmm. we have this theme of mm -hmm. black superheroes now we had a fictional one at, in mm -hmm. chadwick boseman and to mm -hmm. a lot of us if you go back to our uh kobe tribute episode that's kind of what i referred to kobe bryant as a superhero yeah Superhero. So we have these these black figures, prominent figures, superheroes in my eyes, um, mm -hmm. taken to us prematurely from what I believe and what most mm -hmm. people do believe. Um, he died of colon cancer, which I believe is like the deadliest form. It's yeah. almost no beating it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, he was diagnosed with stage three. Stage when three. When he found three, out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In 2016 at that. So yeah. he, he fought... <laughs> he he worked through it um yeah. it's super sad i had a friend who listens to our podcast shout out to her uh mm -hmm. she went all the way back and she said mm -hmm. in like episode two i believe uh we had mentioned chadwick bozeman and we were speaking mm -hmm. highly of him and i know you know just to keep my energy the same and just knowing like we always speak of the few people we kind of watch yeah. and chadwick 
the way he just carried himself as a man like yeah. the interviews how well spoken he was how yeah. genuine he seemed how um if bro and i it's crazy that i'm i'm recalling this but in the movie theaters because i took my family to go see it my entire yeah. family we all went we was like 15 deep in that movie theater mm -hmm. to go see black panther and i sat next to my grandmother and i remember her saying his walk there was something about the way that he walked with a, a certain mm -hmm. confidence or a certain just swagger that he had. So mm -hmm. to catch that on screen, and like I said, I'm, I'm big on seeing the people. I'm not big on what they do, their career, right. their profession. I want to go a little bit deeper than that. So my respect for Chadwick was obviously the Black Panther, what that stood for, but him as the man. Um, yeah. That was the, the, the biggest loss for me. And I, I, I could ramble on, so I'll let y'all <laughs> get y'all time in. But um, it was super unfortunate. I, I've been down. It's been a cloud over my head since it's happened. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, um, rest in peace. Yeah, I think his life, like, was so crazy. Like, so I have a couple things. Like, as I was just reading up on, like, him and acclimating myself with, like, you know, what he's been doing. So you talked about, like, when he was diagnosed. When he first appeared as Black Panther in, um, what was it? Uh, I think it was 2016. It was 2016. It was Captain America. It was civil. It was the Civil War one. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was 2016. And they said as he was casted, like the same year that he was portrayed as Black Panther, he was diagnosed with the cancer. So like, like before we even seen him in like Black in Panther, the full Black movie. Panther, yeah, he was already dealing with this, right? And wow. um, for me, like, okay. And then you also said something that stuck out, and you were like, like dying young, right? Everybody kind of. When we see greats like Kobe Bryant and we're just like, yo, he went before his time. Or like, mm -hmm. you know, Chadwick Boseman, like, oh, you went before your time. And 2020 really has me thinking about like life and purpose and like how you use your time and like what life really means. Because mm -hmm. I think like we're all, probably all of us, you know, even you guys listening, we all think like you come on this earth, you're young, you, you know, you get a job, you get married, you try to do something good in the world, have some kids if that's what you want. And then you die old, like in your old age, like 77, 78 years old, right? Like mm -hmm. we never say like when our grandmother passes, or our grandfather, our older adult passes, they're always like, oh, you know, like they lived a good life. They lived a long life. Mm -hmm. But when you see somebody like Chadwick or like Kobe who dies so young, we're just like, oh, he died too young. And it really has me thinking about purpose because I'm like his impact on the world and everything that he did and the way that he moved like i was reading from his like wikipedia page or whatever just to get like you know how they do like the mm -hmm. summary early life career everything yeah. like that yep so yeah. mad like fun facts on there so the first one that really stuck out to me was so he was on all my children that soap opera oh yeah really yeah, yeah. when he was like yeah. 17 years old he was on that wicked okay. and he was casted and um he took a look at the script and he was like, you know, there's a lot of racist stereotypes in this script. Mm. And they promptly fired him. Really? And they recasted that. him with, guess who? Somebody who he would later go on to be in a movie with. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Mm. And that was the first time they crossed paths as That's his recast. Crazy. And um, I, read, uh, I read Michael B. Jordan's tribute to him um, ah. that he wrote let's you I read you, you want to read it you want to pull it up and read it yeah, you want me I to think read it really, i definitely think it's something we should read i think I it's really think it's important we should read. um it is, it is important because yeah um and i'll just take one thing that he said from it that i yeah. can remember off the mm -hmm. top of my head mm -hmm. is that they'll forever be connected 
Killmonger, the yeah. character, and T'Challa, Black Panther, the character, that forever yeah. be connected. So, uh, yeah, continue stuff. You got yeah. it up? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll read it. Um, so he goes, he says, I've been trying to find the words, but nothing comes close to how I feel. I've been reflecting on every moment, every conversation, every laugh, every disagreement, every hug, everything. I wish we had more time. One of the last times we spoke, you said we were forever linked. And now the truth of that means more to me than ever. Since nearly the beginning of my career, starting with all my children, when I was 16 years old, you paved the way for me. You showed me how to be better, honor purpose, and create legacy. And whether you've known it or not, I've been watching, learning, and constantly motivated by your greatness. I wish we had more time. Oh shit, this is where it starts getting like. Um, He goes, everything you've given the world, the legends and heroes that you've shown us, we are, will live on forever. But the thing that hurts the most is that I now understand how much of a legend and hero you are. Through it all, you never lost sight of what you loved most. You cared about your family, your friends, your craft, your spirit. You cared about the kids, the community, our culture and humanity. You cared about me. You are my big brother, but I never fully got a chance to tell you or to truly give you your flowers while you were here. I wish we had more time. And this is where he ends it. He says, I'm more aware now than ever that time is short with people we love and admire. I'm gonna miss your honesty, your generosity, your sense of humor and incredible gifts. I'll miss the gift of sharing space with you in scenes. I'm dedicating the rest of my days to live the way you did. With grace, courage, and no regrets. Is this your king? Yes, he is. Rest in power, brother. Mm. Oh, so it was just like... Yeah, it was great. And then, like, all the pictures that he posted from them, like, on Black Panther together and, like, just being mm-hmm. on set. You know, like, this was his friend. Mm-hmm. And he was just, like, taken from him. And, um, again, going back to, like, the, like, not having enough time or, like, dying young, I think that his life, like, look what, look what Michael B. Jordan was able to say about his friend. You know, like, are you, am I, I asked myself, like, am I living a, like, a life of legacy? Like, am I living a life of, of purpose? Like, what are people mm-hmm. going to say at my funeral? What are people going to say when I die? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't mean to get, like, <laughs> y'all know I cry. I don't mean to get, like, you know, all emotional. No, but it makes you think about, but yeah, life, yeah. It really does. And mm-hmm. it's like, what, what was I listening to? I was listening to, um, we're going to get to that later, uh, my, my big fave, Kanye. But I was listening to Kanye's, uh, on, on, on Cannon's class, on uh, Nick Cannon's podcast and he said you know like the bigger you are the more you serve the more you give to others the more you care for others mm-hmm. um, you know and the fact that Chadwick was making waves in the industry standing up for you know he was a hero from the start Facts. he was a hero from the start and mm-hmm. it's so ironic that part of his purpose was playing one of the biggest like black heroes like wicked we've ever seen and portraying greats the Thurgood black Marshall, hero. jackie robinson yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. james brown yeah you know i'm just i'm so honored oh. to even like having gotten able to experience his work you know yeah um yeah. so yeah, yeah shout out to shout out to chadwick and all his family and this is rough I will say, um, similar to what Steph was just saying, it's you know it, it makes you think about life on a really like yeah. deep level, right? I was having a conversation with my mother. She was telling me that certain people that are put here as angels and are missed, mm. and you know we may not understand it, right? We're like, yo, we they should have got more. You know, we say we have this conversation all the time, right? Right when this person was gonna start another momentum shift in their career and their life, 
you know, that next step, you know, they have that untimely death, right? So, you know, it's very important for us to understand that there are angels in our midst that look like humans, you know? And they're placed, yeah. they're placed here delicately to help us in ways that we don't even realize, you know? And I'm just, yeah. I'm just happy he got to help himself before he, he, he left, you know? And I, I mean that by um, marrying his wife, you know? Mm. I'm, I'm sure they, you know, they found out about the news and, and were in a deep, deep love yeah. and really wanted to cement that. So, you know, that, that makes me happy inside that, you know, this hero did something for himself, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and for uh, so I many think. other people, like so many other yeah. people were impacted, yeah, you yeah. know, by nah, him pushing sure. through, you know, absolutely. And yeah. I mean, to kind of piggyback on what you guys were saying, so this past week, I was having a, a, a tough week, a little bit of a tough week, started off mm -hmm. a little rocky, a little shaky. Mm -hmm. Um, the article came out on Monday, I was super pleased with the feedback, you know, again, anybody who read it, thank you so much. and. Anybody who's going to read it, thank you. And, you know, I, I was having a tough time, but I was also trying to celebrate, okay, I'm, I'm doing something that I'm uncomfortable with and something yeah. that um, brings me joy at the same time, right? Mm. And in the moment, it still wasn't enough. Something wasn't enough. So I, I thought about it, and I thought about all the things that I wish I could change about myself or some of the things that I wish I can improve on. Uh, one of the things, as y'all know, I've been mentioning it for a while, and Alex and Steph, I, I always uh, kind of keep y'all in the loop with it, but physical health, you know? I'm always yeah. constantly very mindful of what I put in my body, working out, because my genetics, I, my parents, they're just bigger people, like, and not tall, and but they're just solid people, you know, both yeah. of my parents. So, naturally, that's my genetic makeup. Like, I'm like 228, 6'1", 228. I could be a lot smaller, but I can't help it. Like, this is just how big I am, naturally big. You're not going to look at me and be like, oh, he's fat. But I understand, right? So I look at somebody like Chadwick, who you see him on screen, and he, he's shaped, he's built like an action figure. You mm -hmm. know, he's lean, he's cut, he, he's doing all these stunts. You know, a lot of the behind-the-scenes uh, videos are leaking of him preparing for Black Panther. You know, these are physically demanding roles. James, uh, I was about to say James Bond, James Brown. <laughs> Just yeah. his dancing choreography. It's a physical role. Black Panther, superhero, physical role. Jackie Robinson, baseball player, physical role. What it takes on your body, not only your mind and your talent, but what your body has to do. And it made yeah. me think of myself, my body. I'm a, not obsessed, but I'm very conscious of uh, my movement and just making sure I stay in shape. But now I'm, I'm looking at Chadwick. Again, his physical pres presence alongside Michael B. Jordan. Um, but I guess it's a superhero movie, so naturally you have to have a physical presence. But their yeah. physical presence on screen always stuck out to me. Again, it's not the, the stereotypical white superhero. I look at these two men and I'm like, oh shit, my body type can be like these guys. Like I can get there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And knowing all that he was going through, it made me take a step back and say, yo, you should be grateful. Yeah. because yes you want to improve yourself and how you look and how you feel but as great as that man looked externally internally he was dealing with the deadliest disease or one of the deadliest diseases that we know so yeah. it's like don't take anything for granted you never know what anybody else is going through count right. your blessings don't look at somebody else and be like damn you know I wish I was shaped like that or mm -hmm. I wish my genetics was more, you know what I'm saying? Like just take yeah. what you have and your gifts and your health 
because I was just talking to a friend not too long ago. Like, yo, um, I think she asked me, like, yo, how often do you get sick? And I was like, yo, mm -hmm. I don't get sick. Like, I have mm -hmm. allergies. I have an allergy season that puts me out. But once <laughs> that passes, I'm good. I don't good. get a cold. I don't get the flu. I don't get none of that shit. Like, I'm good. So it's like, I should take some of those things and we should all take some of those things, yeah. you know what I'm saying, um, and, and appreciate them more, opposed to looking at what somebody else may look like or, yeah. or see, because we don't know what they're going through. Um, his co-star, I, I don't have his name right now. Shiv, if you could just fill me in on that. But actually, nope, I got it right here. His co-star, Clark Peters. They uh, were co-stars on the Five Bloods movie that came out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And... He said, I'll summarize it, but basically he said his time filming with Chadwick Boseman, he judged Chadwick. Um, he wasn't the kindest to Chadwick because while Chadwick was on set, he had his wife tending to him in between scenes. His wife's rubbing his hands, rubbing his shoulders, mm. rubbing his feet. His makeup mm. artist making sure he's caressed the right way to make him feel comfortable. You know, he had a lot of people tending to him, mm -hmm. which um, yeah. his co-star Clark, or Clark Peters, looked at it and said, oh, I think the Black Panther fame is getting to this guy's head. Mm. I think he's a diva. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He had a preconceived notion of this man. He did not know this man. He did not know what this man was going through. Yet, right. he was watching how he was being pampered and taken care of. You know, so... I, I took a lot from this. This is something I can speak about on and on, but, you know, definitely count no, your blessings, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It made me also look at myself um, to just be kind to people, mm. you know? And I'm not mm. saying, like, I'm a mean person, but, you know, you see somebody, you might not like how they come off to you. You might not mm -hmm. understand why they're acting a certain way. Mm. And you make a judgment call. And I think, like, well, everybody's mm -hmm. going through something, you know? Oh, and I sure. think it's just it's a good like rule of thumb to just yeah. assume that like everybody's going through something, you know, no, and to sure. not personalize it because it's very look important. what happened, you know. I want to stop you really yeah. quick, Steph, because mm -hmm. I actually tweeted. I saw a lot of people saying that because mm -hmm. the Internet, you know, they ran with jokes about his um, his 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 weight loss. When we saw yeah, the pictures back in like April. Yeah. So on Friday, when everybody was saying, be kind, be kind, be kind. And mm -hmm. yes, that is a great notion. But mm -hmm. let me, let, let's, let's think about this. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying be kind, or mm -hmm. instead of just trying to be kind, like, mm -hmm. and this was the tweet. Be kind isn't enough. Be compassionate. Be empathetic. Mm -hmm. Be understanding. Mm -hmm. Be caring. Be pure. Yeah. Be graceful. Be everything you want those you love in your life to be. To be so, yes, be kind is step one. Yeah. But all those other things, we have to take it a step further yeah. because yeah. we you just don't know. I think all those other things kind of like give being kind an actual definition. Like this is how yeah. you be kind. It's not yes, just smiling and yes. being polite. It's yeah. being patient. It's being, Absolutely. you know, correct. It's being loving, you know, yeah. um, which I totally agree with. It's crazy. Fun fact also he went to Howard University. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Studied directing. Had Felicia Rashad from The Cosby Show, Claire Huxtable, mm -hmm. as one of his freaking yeah. mentors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Den Denzel Washington, who is producing mm -hmm. a film that's going to come out later on in 2020, actually put a fund together to put him, and I think it was one or two other like black artists like in a mm -hmm. school so that they could continue their, com their, their education. <laughs> Um, like yeah. a specialized like Salute directing them, school, man. and he's he started out as a director. He wanted to write and direct, 
And then mm-hmm. he started acting because he said, I want to know how it feels to be an actor. Like, I want to mm. know what it's like to portray a character. Like, I don't just want to be a director that's removed. Like, I want to yeah. know what my yeah. actors are thinking and feeling on mm-hmm. any given basis. And then he right. became one of, like, the most, like, the way that he embodies a character. It's yeah. like you know him it's like you became that person for real it's like he engulfed himself he was james brown you know what i mean he was jackie robinson you know he was thurgood marshall like he was that that was our king like that was you know like black panther you know and so powerful powerful roles like powerful it goes back to what you were saying intention legacy what do you want to leave behind when when and and that's you know, going back to the top of the podcast, one of those, one of the reasons why is like, you know, we, we joke around, but why we go by uh, or, or we stress save on Slater. Uh, no, it's not just save on the Don from the Joe Budden podcast or <laughs> STD or whatever the jokes may be or, you know, Steph Styles, like, like you said, Steph F. No, that F stands for something. And when it's time for y'all to understand what that F is or when you go to the credits of that Amazon show that mm-hmm. Steph was on, you'll know what mm-hmm. that F stands for. And mm-hmm. Alex, I, you know, like it's about the totality of the legacy. Like this podcast yeah. is great. We love it. We have fun. I say a lot of inappropriate shit. Cool. But at the end of the day, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm doing the writing, the reason why I'm trying to put my place in or, or my face in so many different places it was because yeah. hey what do i want to be known for like right. what yep. legacy yep. are we trying to build it's not just jokes and, and good times and women and all that shit like nah let's let's really think about that so yeah, yeah. Steph, i agree thousand, what he did it, it inspires a little bit of us all do you guys also, remember when this is just real quick mm-hmm. I, and then i don't yeah. really have anything else to say about it you guys can go off but do you did you guys watch the kevin hart documentary that was on like his series that was on netflix it. i just watched it what? three weeks ago you the just one that was watched on netflix it ago. yeah the one that was on netflix i'm like very familiar <laughs> where yeah, you're going yeah. Steph. so remember <laughs> when he asked he pulled he asked chadwick to pull up to the studio and was asking yeah. him to like be in his new venture and he like had this idea for like a yes. film or something like that oh my and god Chad he's like yeah i'm down didn't look like he was too into it uh-uh. He didn't look like he was too he into it. And I said he said he said he was down, but you could see. No, he didn't like, say he was he, down. He, he, he didn't said, say he was I'm down. I'm gonna think he, about it. I'm gonna he think said, about it. He said, I'm gonna take it. the okay. time. Thank you for your yeah. opportunity. Thank you for thinking of mm-hmm. me. I'm gonna think mm-hmm. about it and get back to you. That's what he did. Yes. And yeah. you know, Kevin Hart, he's fun, it's all jokes. Mm. I think Chadwick was like, my brand, my personal brand, like I am an actor, but I don't just pick up any mm-hmm. job. Like my mm-hmm. personal brand is this. And if it doesn't align with this, I'm not into he, it. I'm li- he's t- living intentionally, yeah. yo. And we yeah, didn't even. I was yeah, like, why yeah. would he? Kevin Hart is. Kevin a big, Hart was trying to do a remake like, a too. It was like a Kevin big Hart ass was remake. Pitching yeah. to him. Yeah. Like yeah. Kevin Hart like, was why? pitching to. And he was like, you know, he said, hey, we can work on something. We can figure it out. Yeah. But you could tell whatever it was that he pitched to him, it wasn't. He wasn't with him. that. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. He was more so nah, like, hey, like brother, I would love to work with you on something else. Like, let's figure something out. But not yeah, oh, this. Shout yeah. out to Chad, man. And, I'm, yeah. and, and, and it did not click to me. It did not occur to me at that time. Same thing with Clark Peters where he's like, oh, he's a diva. I'm like, I'm at the time, I'm like, yo, why would you, you know, yeah. why would you not want to work with yeah. Kevin Hart? It's a big star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and when you're thinking about your health, yeah. too, it's like a countdown, right? So you're thinking to yourself, right, I don't have a lot do of time to do? waste. What don't I want to do, yeah. right? Also, I think people are not putting enough emphasis. I think Savon even highlighted this earlier on what it means to do 10 films when you were diagnosed with cancer. Like, these are people that are on chemotherapy. These are people that yeah, wake up. Yeah, he's having week. multiple surgeries happening. He's when in you, pain. Steph, you've been on. Steph, you've traveling, been on set. traveling. 
Set hours, global set hours budget. Ruling. Set hours. Tell them about stuff hours. I mean, set, like, set hours. Yeah. You're on set from. I mean, obviously, everybody has different call times, and when you're a bigger actor, you Correct. don't have to report to set until your call time. But when you're right. shooting multiple things back to back, like they did, they wrapped. Um, shit, I forgot what film it was, but one of his films, it wrapped in a month. Do you know how long you have to be on set to, for 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 a film to be over in a month Talking for them to be done over in a month? That's 12-hour days e minimum, easy. Minimum. Because production minimum is on a crunch. Hours. To film something in a month, a movie in a month? Mm. Fact. Nah, that's crazy. That's wow. You know, and so, yeah. I, I yeah. think when so you go back to um, the Kevin Hart scene, mm -hmm. it, reminded me, it, it reminded me a lot of you, Steph, because mm -hmm. um, getting to know you when we first started doing this podcast, um, I am just of the mindset of, like, I, I have a marketing brain, right? That's what... I do. So I'm trying to market whatever's going to get the clicks as long as it's within the range of who we are. Like, I'm not trying to sell myself a click, but <laughs> I push I push the envelope. That's me. Like last week, I said some flagrant shit and I had shift take it out because I'm just pushing. Like, that's just yeah. what I do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, um, yeah. coming to learn you as a person, as a woman, as an individual, um, that was something that Chadwick and you have in common something that I had to learn about you, something that I had to pull from you. It's like, okay, yes, we are a brand. Yes, we want to expand. Yes, we want people to be engaged, love us, like us, laugh with us, cry with us, but it has to fit right for me. So I remember uh, one of the earlier episodes, I named it uh, Gang Bang. Oh, man, how could we forget? I, I, I named the episode Gang Bang, but we were talking about something with gang banging in the show. Right. And at the time, <laughs> I, I was just trying to come up with a list. I was like, ah, it's right. easy, Gang Bang. Right. And Have the content, I got a text. the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a text <laughs> the next morning. Hey, uh, I'm not really feeling this too much, man. Uh, who wait. is that? Chris Tucker? Who is that? Who texted yeah. Chris Tucker? Jack well, you who were at lunch with Chris Tucker, so maybe you picked up from him that day. Nah, we ain't I, Chris no. Rock, and it wasn't Oh, yeah. That nigga oh, yeah. Up. Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, same shit. Yeah, something else. <laughs> so, I get the text, and again, I'm like, you know, Steph, we normally go about picking titles this way. We said gangbang a lot, and... I think people want to know what a gangbang is about, and it might work. And you're like, no, 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 no. Let just, just wait. Hear me out, sir. <laughs> this does not represent who I want to be. When people see the word gangbang, they affiliate right. it with one thing. Now we could be talking about street violence, gangbanging, right? Mm -hmm. Easily, mm -hmm. easily be talking about that. But that doesn't matter to me, Savon. This doesn't represent who I'm with. I want to put out a certain image, uh, a certain energy into the world. And yeah. even if we're not talking about the sexual act of gangbanging, I don't even want people to have that fucked up about me. I don't even want to promote our shit because it's not a representation of me. I had to learn to save on me. I had to learn that through working with Steph. And that's something that Chad obviously did through his work when he looked at Kevin Hart, one of the biggest, if not the yeah. biggest black movie star that we have today and said, uh, you know, I'm not really feeling this movie idea and I don't know if I yeah. want to be a part of it. So, yeah, yeah 
I definitely Do you remember what it was? Out. Do you remember what? Yeah, it was this like big it? ass ma- mashup movie like Kevin was projecting, okay. like with like okay. a bunch of stars. It was like a it, remake yeah. of something. It was a remake. Was it was supposed done. to be a remake of something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, and you know, you would think, you would assume, you would assume with a bunch of stars in it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He'd want to well, be down. He's like, not on brand. That really, mm-hmm. um, that really touched me. Especially because I just got all emotional about him. And come like, on, actually. come on, Tiz. Come on, Yo, Tiz. it got soggy real quick. I was day. like, what is my legacy? We're going to cry. We're going to call this the crying pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your crying <laughs> game. Let's go. I felt it like I was reading the letter and I felt it like coming, like, you know, you start to feel your eyes getting hot. Yes. And I'm yes. just like, ooh, oh, yes. oh it's happening. <laughs> Live. Yes. On the air. Okay. Just go with it. It's, it's okay. going down. Just go. It's going down. Uh, but, um, nah, thank you for that. Yeah. I really appreciate I really appreciate that. For sure, for sure. Um, But yeah, rest in peace. Um, And one thing we didn't even mention, you know, shout out to all the lives and all the children that he he touched. Because I don't remember coming up, the the first superhero, Mm -hmm. the first black superhero that I remember seeing on screen was Hancock, (laughs) Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) You were not this I thought you were going to say that. (laughs) Well, I didn't see him as a superhero. That nigga didn't fly. What about Static Shock? Come on, you had static shock. But I'm on, talking man. about in the movie theater. Oh, I thought you the was movie- just talking black. Nah, no, no, no. <laughs> y'all know I'm a comic head, so I yeah. know the black, yeah. like the green, like yeah. I know the black superheroes. Word, but word. on the screen to go yeah. to a theater and see yeah. a black hero, bro, the first yeah. nigga was Will different. Smith, bum ass Hancock. And <laughs> great movie. Why he gotta yeah, be a, a bum movie. though? Why? And like, he was a reluctant, he he was a reluctant was a superhero. He didn't even want to be. Oh, a hero. you're talking about he was literally a bum. Yes, he yeah. was a bum. He in was, the movie. Yeah, yes. But he hated when you called him. Liquor. No, he ca- he hated when you called him an <laughs> yes. asshole. That's what he did. Yes. When you called him an asshole, it would like activate his powers. That was the only time he ever did anything good. But look at the black superheroes we had before Chadwick. He was literally a bum. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So um This is kind of a funny tidbit. It's like funny, but not funny. But like, okay, so y'all remember when I used to, you know, go with the entertain jokes. at kids' parties, right? Here they go, here they go, Savon, get ready. Y'all remember, y'all remember when I used to be a clown? Y'all remember that? Yeah. By, <laughs> by choice, by choice. Like, like past tense? Like, <laughs> like when I used to be a clown by choice, uh, like I chose to. Yeah. <laughs> Not like clownish clown. behavior. Um, <laughs> but uh, nah, like, it would be different because like all the white people, all the white people's birthday parties like was early in the morning, right? They had their birthday parties. <laughs> 9, stop 10 a.m. I don't know why that's funny. I don't know why that's funny. Hour brunch wrap by twelve, the latest, right? (laughs) So the further on into the day, the schedule, like you know, the you know, we gonna be in Brooklyn and the Bronx, and in some parts of Queens later on at nighttime, right? Because we're gonna be the kids. We having a. It's really like, you know, you celebrating your one year old's birthday party, but it's like your one year old Mm -hmm. can't even celebrate their birthday party. So it's really like a get together for you and your friends to just drink Hennessy and wear the Burberry button down. You know what I mean? Yes. 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 So it was always good because like when you know we do face painting. There'd be so many like little black boys that could be like, can I be Black Panther? Do you have Black Panther? Mm. Can I be Black Panther? And I'd be like, absolutely, like, absolutely. Like, and just like seeing their faces, like when I was telling them all the different options that they had, you could be Superman, no, I want to be Superman, Spider-Man, I don't really want to be Spider-Man. I said, nah, I want to be the Black Panther. Yeah, I want to be Black Panther. And then like, I would do like the little trivia. I'd be like, okay, you can be Black Panther, but only on one condition. They'd be like, what, what, what? I'd be like, where's Black Panther from? And they'd be like, what kind of? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, so that's how you was bribing them, huh? You was that's giving them bribing. movie. You was giving them movie questions, to bro. Movie questions, right? Let me tell y'all how stuff is going to tell your kid, yo. 
She gonna ask your kid trivia when she show up to the party. Exactly. <laughs> like, we gonna have fun, but you gonna learn today, okay? You gonna oh, learn something today. I love it. It's <laughs> crazy because now that I'm thinking, like, when COVID first came around. Send your kid home with that... a progress report and a party bag. Sorry, I had to get that home. <laughs> <laughs> like, ahead, he was dismissive today. <laughs> He's hard of hearing. And a, and a party bag. <laughs> With My little bag. sneakers in the bag. Nah. All right, I'll just say it. In the beginning of COVID, there was like a, a yeah. scarcity for uh, sanitation shit. So there was no yeah. gloves. There was yeah. no medical mask. And the first mask that I was sanitizer. walking around was the Black Panther mask that I found at Walmart. Really? Like, oh, you Black mean, Panther no, no, no. was key. You mean really? the, the Halloween the costume mask? mask? Yeah, like I had, that was my, my no. COVID free mask. No. I'm gonna no. be on so I got a Snapchat. I can send it to y'all, y'all. I have a Snapchat. I, I had to walk damn, around with proof. the Yo, we might need to with see a that. mask on. That's proof. Like you had the whole, you phone. had your whole face covered. Whole, because <laughs> walking I, I around Brentwood, Long safe. Island. <laughs> I was actually I was in the hood with it. Oh, like, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. even worse. But yeah, so shout out. He to was trying them. to be a vigilante in the hood. I know. Savon was trying to clean up the crime in the hood. Doing the Wakanda mask. Just seeing him like jumping from shit late at night with fucking mask. Yo, Savon was trying to get back to the community. He was a neighborhood watch. (laughs) (laughs) He figured he'd take the responsibility of cleaning up the crime himself. You know, it's a sensitive time talking about black superheroes if you ask John Boyega. So you better relax. (laughs) Ooh, ah, <laughs> relax, egg. Eh? Ease up, my nigga. Just muscle, ease, muscle. Up. <laughs> ease up. Ease up. Anybody who doesn't know, John Boyega, um, Star Wars. That's one trilogy. That's one franchise. I'm not too familiar with, but I do remember um, when it was announced a few years ago that John yeah. Boyega, actor from the UK, he is, or he was announced as the first Black Stormtrooper. Now that's significant in that universe. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not too invested, but I do know what most stormtroopers and Jedi's look like, and they don't look like my <laughs> black ass. No, they um, <laughs> so it it was a big deal. It was a lot of pressure. Um, a lot of people looked at him, and I do remember a lot of the 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 blowback, backlash that he received for it. You know, um, he just put out an interview with GQ magazine, I believe, and he talked about it. He talked about his experience with the cast with Disney what they could have done better, um, the death threats that he received, uh, and and just what it was like, hey, my experience was different being a black prominent hero in this prominent franchise. The only reason is because of the color of my skin. Like, my experience was a lot different than my Mm -hmm. co-star. So, yeah, we don't have to stay on it too long, but just to kind of parallel it with Chadwick Boseman and he's being the lone black superhero in this Avengers universe you know Mm -hmm. um, that's a whole plight that we don't even talk about we don't even hear some of the hey the death threats that he may have received and some of the backlash that he may have received just Mm -hmm. because it was Wakanda forever and everybody was rocking out with the 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 tributes to Africa at the time like I'm sure there was a lot of people who weren't too happy about it in the same way that John Boyega was talking about his experience. Listen, I feel like people are just so crazy, Savon. Watch the films, watch the movies, 
don't wish death upon actors. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so, you know, bro, like, what are we talking like, about? Alex, you just make everything sound so, like, like, like that's so dumb. Like, <laughs> fuck you, bro. Like, so, I hate like this Alex really stuff. got the formula. Like, he really does. Hey, guys. I was just like, telling Savon yesterday film. that I, Savon, what did I tell you yesterday, Savon, when we were walking home? What did bro, I say about Simple? you mad knowledge, fam. <laughs> he didn't like, take any of the gems, though. He's like, which part? Like, which part? I was telling I was telling Savon Steph that I just like to simplify shit. So let's simplify yeah. this again, all right? Okay. Again, you are entitled to like who you like, don't like what you like. If there's a franchise that you think needs to be doing better, you can critique the art as much as you want. You feel me? As a fan, you're always going to see different variations in the art. You know, it's going to change. It's new, it's yeah. old, whatever. The fact that people that are just playing what directors are telling them to do... <laughs> Like when you like again to the simple shit, right? When you think about it, it sounds nuts, you know. And I'm just gonna say that it's just sad that black actors and all actors have to deal with stuff like that. When it's like, yo, bro, I'm playing yeah. a role. Like, yeah. and it's you like, too, Steph. Happens. I feel for you. Did you want to burn that 420 and that 420? Let me come on. Be, Wait, you can you cry mean? on my shoulder. Wait, you know what you were. Come on, you were on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, but what you, what you talking about? Oh, never mind. That's that. That's, that was for Miss Maisel. That, that's Miss Maisel. Maisel. That's for Miss Maisel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me talk. Did you want to be in that, that, that tight 1980s dress? Talk to I me. Mean, How was that experience? Honestly, <laughs> there was like something like like really yeah. racist that happened um, while we oh, were really? on set. Yeah. So the entourage that we were a part of, we were like the entourage of the famous, uh, one of the singers, one of the characters on the show or whatever. So everywhere mm. we went, he went. But he was black, so he had to have a black entourage. And it was during that time, black people with black people, white people, white people. So we kind of were like in a weird way, like when we were in the holding areas, like we were in a weird way, like segregated. Mm -hmm. Like we had our own. This table. is not off. This is off. Screen. This is off. This is, this is offset. This is offset. Okay. This is just in the holding gotcha. area, like in between gotcha. scenes or whatever. Okay. So we had our table, like the entourage shape, like we all sat together. Right. And they would put papers down to like let people know like who sits here, right? And at one point, we looked at it and it said, "Coons." Oh, stop it! You're lying. Yeah, hmm? it said. Oh Coons. no way! Nah, no way! Like C O O N S. Yeah. Like C O O N S. Coons. You sure it wasn't like coins? Like yo, no. go get the coin. It was. Coons. Go get the coin. You sure? Um, did anybody? Yeah, we went right. We went right for the production yeah. assistant. Was like, what the fuck is this about? And they were like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Who put that down there? And we're like, hmm, that's what we want to know. I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, fuck? it was. That is. That I mean, is and, and 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 if you even think of like the timing of the film, it was it took yeah. it was taken back in the 50s, 60s. You know right. what I mean? So, so like, maybe they was just yeah. trying to keep you in character. Nah, fuck that. Nah, but you gotta be dedicated to the art. You gotta be. If you was a cooning in the show, you was cool. Like I respect what they was giving it up. They was keeping you in that mold. They had her in the 1950s corset acting like a coon. This is oh, you know what? You know what was even more oppressive? The corset. That shit was tight. That was oppressive, huh? They had, they had, they. I had like these bras, and they like they different. Like bras back in the day, they different. It's like a torpedo. Right, so like right, they right. it the like forces titties? your titties into this like the cone, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, like fling. <laughs> that was that was pretty impressive. Titties. That was titties pretty impressive. Nah, the cones, I was like, you know staff. what? Whatever, I don't care. As long as y'all y'all feeding us at twelve o'clock. <laughs> that's sure cool our money staff. and our food. That's, see, that's yeah. the cool answer. No, that sounds crazy. That's exactly that's what they were saying. 
They'd be like, thank you, massa. Just a lonesome dinner and supper is there, massa. But now they was just keeping you in character. They was keeping you sharp. They wanted you to keep that same energy. Again, going back to super superhero movies, um, a lot of times when actors play the Joker, they get in their bag and they start taking their their role off screen and gifting wild shit like um, Jared Leto. Oh yeah, to, yeah, Jared Leto. Sent he played like a dead the Joker. Right? Sent dead rats, used condoms, turds, like. He was really getting that off. So maybe, just maybe, Steph, they were taking you to a whole different level of actressing and said, hey, still, still ten toes down. Still ten toes down. I'm still leading the march. Expeditiously next to T.I. I love it. I ain't mad. But uh, yeah, shout out to John Boyega. He's been on the front line, especially for the Black Lives Matter movement, getting his getting his shit off. Um, I was very surprised. In the beginning of the quarantine, in the riots, in the midst of the riots, seeing him with the people and seeing, you know, because once you're on that Disney Disney bag and you have mm. that type of fame, um, because he is, you know, again, we, it's, it's so weird how black people get divided in their roles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, so back in the day or even still to this day, we had the Omar Epps. We had the, who's the fucking good looking nigga? Ball good looking. Uh, 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 Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut. Ah, see, Chestnut. you knew. Ah, he knew. <laughs> gotta know. All, all your girlfriends have loved Morris Chestnut. And if your girlfriend didn't like her, you got you were supposed to get another one. So. No, my mom's <laughs> did. And that's that's uh, how I know him. But we had, all, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? No we had sugar. the fucking Tay Diggs. Those guys, they were considered like black actors. Yeah. And then you had the, the quote unquote, and I hate to use this term, but we're going to use it for. Uh, uh, sake of argument, the crossover actors or the more diverse black actors like the Denzel Washington, or Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, exactly you know? right. So yeah. uh, John Boyega, you would probably put him over there with the Cubas and the Denzel, more of an international appeal. Um, and he's also not from the states, so he is an international. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's British, to isn't he? us, yeah, yeah. So to see him take that fight on. To see him risk it, like, I, I was super surprised. And I'm like, wait, yeah. this Disney Star Trooper, Star Wars-ass yeah. nigga is going, doing what? Like, yeah. this is, yeah. you know, a career suicide in my eyes. You know, but you know what I love, I, I, I love when <laughs> celebrities are real. <laughs> he, he was super real, like, though. Like, no, 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 no. He was giving so, it up crazy on his Instagram live. Like, it's so refreshing to see that because it's something I relate to in a sense. I said that last week, like, yo, when I'm feeling something, I just want to spew it in your face. Uh, uh. It's good to see that these people can uh, detach their money ties, their relationship ties, and mm-hmm. everything that is keeping them on, on this high level to say, you know what? I ain't feeling that. F you. Yeah. Because again, yeah. we are the ones that dictate the shit. Like, once we yeah. understand that shit, it's like, Jesus. Remember, remember the uh, Ricky Gervais when he was hosting the Oscars, and he was like, what "Was uh, the controversy over that?" Yeah, who's he, that? He, uh, Ricky Gervais. He is an actor, um, but I think he created you know the original. Um, he's a comedian, um, actor, writer, yeah, producer. Okay. He gotcha. so the Office is based off of the British, um, the spinoff. Version? So he created right. the original Office. Um, oh. the British, the British ah, series. Well, it is the series, The Office from 2001 yep. to 2003. That, that'll, be him. Um, that'll be him. But what you call it? He was like, he got, he, <laughs> he was hosting the Oscars. He got on stage with his beer <laughs> and basically told celebrities like, save your inspiring speeches. Like, come up here, 
thank your God and your mom <laughs> and go sit fucking down. Like, we don't care what you have to say about it. activism. Like, we don't care about, like, what you think about yeah. the lives of, like, poor people. Uh -huh. Like, you're not poor. Yeah. We don't care about yeah. your inspiration. Get your yeah, get yeah. your award and sit your ass down. And people were tight. Like, some people were really yeah. tight. But some people was like, word like thank you yeah. for finally taking the pressure yeah. off of us we just want to be celebrities like they probably you know, knew Leonardo people just want to be real people was gonna win an award that year and he'd be getting his uh fucking save the world bag oh. so maybe that's what it was maybe. <laughs> but that just i just go back to say like when like what alex was saying when you were like i love when celebrities are like i love real. it yeah. I love yeah, it when yeah, they just yeah. act like real people. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, no, let no. me actually oh, yeah, support you. <laughs> oh, like a natural opinion, though. Right, a natural mm, opinion. Nice. Like you thought up nice. with your own head. There's no sponsors Amazing. or ads attached to this? Awesome. Amazing. So with that being said, Alex, you like, you know, celebrities keeping shit real and mm -hmm. everybody else kind of being true to who they really are. How do you feel about Mariah Carey? Yeah, man. Um, it's a little Mariah Carey <laughs> came out this week. And you know, it's funny, when you when you hear about Ellen, you know, when it first came out, everyone's like, oh, I don't want to believe all the allegations. And of course, like, you don't want to believe them. But then when you got, like, Mariah Carey saying this, quote, Mariah Carey feels she felt extremely uncomfortable with how Ellen forced her to confirm her pregnancy in her 2008 interview. She says that Ellen had brought out champagne, urging her to drink just to prove that she wasn't pregnant. Mariah wasn't ready to confirm her pregnancy. This is the most important part about this story. It's like Ellen out here fucking up gender reveals. Like, who mm -hmm. are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's something like really important. Um, like you guys had told me before we even um, spoke on Zoom, she had had a miscarriage. So it's like, you know, for Ellen to go ahead and force that kind of info out of her, it's really, really disheartening because it's like mm -hmm. when you put champagne in someone's face, and you go, hey, drink or not drink, it's only but two answers. Mm -hmm. So it just makes me feel like everything they saying is correct, man. Mm. And I, I and I ain't really feeling it. How y'all feeling about that? Um, I mean, I think it was first off, yeah, go ahead, Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, ahead, mine is gonna be quick, and then Steph, yeah. you could take it over. If mm -hmm. anybody knows the history of Mariah Carey, she is a well-known, I won't say alcoholic, but she enjoys drinking like a little sip. that is a, little a sip. known fact <laughs> you know like so <laughs> ellen being <laughs> the stewart person that she i could understand why that's a, a sign to ellen if mariah carey is saying yeah i'm not gonna have that drink right. because she's known for drinking so right I, yeah but it's like it's, ellen, it's tasteless if you, it's tasteless, if you, it's tasteless. right if you posing this question you know the truth it's tasteless. It's tasteless. Right, right. Yeah, you know the truth. Oh, my God. Like, why you got to set me up like I'm this? I'm also Mama. curious because I feel like acts as big as Mariah Carey, like, don't they have, like, the questions and how the show is going to be, like, prior to them even showing up? They should. I think that's why, I think that's why Ellen is a little bit of a different beast. Mm. <laughs> she ain't give a fuck. Yeah, she, you can tell. You are gonna pull up. I'm gonna ask <laughs> you what I asked you right here. You are gonna find out. You are gonna hear from sound like everybody no. else. I, Ellen was trying yeah. to take the draws. She wasn't trying to take the draws. Because oh, wow. she was just trying to get a little saucy, you know what I mean? But, but don't y'all think that Ellen is one of those people that, like, coming in, like, people feel like they can tell Ellen anything? 
Mm, right? Probably. So, I, right? I feel like a lot of celebrities come mm-hmm. into her show like, yo, it's Ellen. Woo! Mm-hmm. We're going to have fun today. Yeah, everybody gets a car. <laughs> everybody gets a toaster oven. Woo! We're smiling. <laughs> we're laughing. Oprah, yeah. But yeah, nah. Yeah. She's the white Oprah. She oh, was the white Oprah. She give them out. There. Don't sleep now. She give them out. Point. Don't the don't white you Oprah. Sleep. <laughs> the Oprah. The you know the what I'm Oprah. saying? The Oprah. <laughs> That's good. So I do feel like a lot of people feel like, yo, when I go to Ellen, I could get my shit off. Mm. But then it's, it's kind of awkward when in the moment, your fave switch it up on you like, <laughs> like, what do you do now? You know, you, yeah. you act awkward. Yeah. I think it yeah. was, I, like, my just quick tidbit about it, like, I thought pretty much, like, two things. Like, yeah. A, when I read it, I found out that Mariah had a, a miscarriage after she had yeah. announced it. Ellen had announced it. And I'm like, okay, that's probably why she didn't want her to announce it in the first place. Because that was something she was, like, suffering with, having, like, miscarriages. Yeah. So she probably had, like, was newly pregnant and was like, mm. I want to see if my baby even survives. I don't want to announce it yet because this is something I've dealt mm-hmm. with before. And so she kind of is, like, forced to tell her, like, tell the world this to not look stupid on air. I don't know. For me, I would have been, like, I don't know. I can't put myself in that situation because I don't know what that pressure is like. But it's funny. Yeah. She- I don't know if Shavina wants us the, to the, Shavina's like, she would have spit that fucking champagne in Ellen's face. And I don't even blame Shiv. Uh, I, hope, I hope we're but, able to keep that in. I feel like Shiv is good on that one. But then the second thing for me was just like, wow. Yeah. Like, she came back on the show several times after mm-hmm. that. And then, I guess, one of the other times she, she pulled up, a reveal happened. Like, an actual gender reveal happened. So I'm just like, if Ellen put me in that situation where a she made me extremely uncomfortable and then like after i announced this i went through another miscarriage i'm not pulling back up to your show obviously the miscarriage is not your fault but i didn't want to announce my pregnancy and this is the reason why because this is something that i go through so i'm like why would you why would she continue to pull back up to the show i'm telling you i get good press and everything (laughs) who mariah or ellen they both want the poom poom you know the sexual tension on the set. Like, but wait, y'all hear this? Y'all hear the accent on the poom poom? Say the poom poom. She no, wants the no, poom poom. No, 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 yes, no, no, yes, no, 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 Alex is Nigerian, so Alex thinks it all sounds the so, same. Wait, how, how, how you saying it like how you saying it in Nigerian here laughing. accent? I'm mad at you, Alex. But I'm like, you should listen to enough popka and like. No, but now nah, I be listening to that too. Relax, relax yourself. Oh my all right, God. go go get a brisk on my playlist. Yo, Savon, Alex, we should how tell people. Savon made his first Afrobeat playlist. Alex was like, Alex was like, you know, we heard a lot of the shit on there already, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I had to big my king up. I had to big my king up. Like I, I like that I you're coming over to the to the space now. So Come what's, what's the equivalent to to poom poom in Nigeria? Like like an accent, like saying it, or just the word, <laughs> or the, the word same. Like oh you know, yeah, it's because you know African is not a language, right? But in Nigerian, there's a dialect weird. though, right? There's, there's a, a dialect. dialect to yes, it. we're gonna get there. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. You know what it is like in, in a lot of those cultures, like those words have a prevalent like uh, word for it already. I'm going to be honest with you. In my culture, there isn't really because English in Nigeria is the primary language. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, gotcha. English is the primary language. In Nigeria, but what is right? the what is the link is it's Igbo? So you have you can speak Igbo. You got Yoruba. You can speak Yoruba. Igbo. Okay, you can Igbo. speak Benin, Igbo. Yeah, there's yeah. different dialects within it. Correct. OK, so you know what I'm saying? So. 
for the most part, you know, they just give you a little pidgin English. Maybe say, yo, I was fucking this girl, eh? and her puss, eh? that puss was so nice. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, I was with this, you know how they say, you ready? I was with this babe last night, right? Oh my God, this babe, eh? I was with this babe. That pussy, oh my, that pussy was wow. You know what I'm saying? Maybe <laughs> wow. Might, you know, <laughs> that pussy was wow. <laughs> that pussy was wow. You know what I'm saying? They might give you one of those. That was so yeah, nice. Was, <laughs> that was so nice. Yeah, I was with this babe. That pussy was wow. That pussy was wow. That pussy was wow. Nah, I ain't never had no pussy that was wow. I had something that was all right. Some wow. <laughs> some never wow. had no shit that just wowed you, huh? <laughs> nah, I had some shit that wowed me. Savon's like the type of person he meet his international friends and be like, how you say fuck you in your language? That was the first thing I did when I moved to Brentwood. It's mad, you know, it's very heavily Latin influenced culture. I had to right. get in tune. Like, how do I say the pum pum? Had to I get a maricon and a conyo. Why do I know so many mm. of them? I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I but think it was this one know. time I met, I was, I was with, I was dating this, not, I wasn't even dating a Spanish girl, but told a Spanish girl and yeah. I met her parents and they called me a, a black monkey in front of my face. Oh, wait. You're lying, yeah. bro. Nah, like, You're lying, nah, bro. nah, that shit funny as hell. <laughs> You're lying, bro. Yo, nah. what? But you didn't nah, know you speak Spanish. Nah, I think he meant the Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, I think he remixed it. Wait, the monkey. <laughs> Wait, he got the panther and the monkey mixed up. Nah, nah. I was just trying to throw some bell. But yeah, he called me a black monkey. Fuck, you got this black With monkey a smile? in my house. Like, oh shit. Nah, he 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 said it in uh, Spanish. He was like talking, and there's only a few words that I knew. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they called me a black monkey. But oh, I got man. the poom poom, so laughs on him, jokes on him. Ah, fuck your daughter. Can we talk about somebody no, else chill, that's trying? Wait, nah, save on. Let's stay here. Let's stay here. Right? Let's talk about somebody else that's trying to get the poom poom. Let's 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 Who? stay in this room right Who, here. Who's that? Oh, Kelly. No, thank thank God. Thankfully, they jumped his ass this week. See? Oh, See, they I did. Gave you a layup. I gave you a layup. Now, me, I thought I was going left. I went right. Thank you. Thank you, Savon. No, I went right and took the lay. That's what happened. But thank you for the screen. Uh, Speaking of lay. Yeah. Um, let, let, let's talk about some more people trying to get the puss, man. This one kind of hurts, man. You know, we're going to need... This is not what happened, man. A lot of people trying to get the puss out here. This one, we're going to have to bring uh, Sister Steph to the congregation. You know, oh, I got to say. Specifically, specifically to the congregation. I don't know where Alex is going either, Steph. I'm a little worried. This is how y'all feel when I be setting shit up like this? Wow, Listen, this is we be sitting here. Like, I don't like this. You know what I'm now I'm the spokesperson for these group of people that you about to... Go ahead with your story, boy. Listen, man, there's a lot of people out here trying to get the push, man. Uh... <laughs> Steph, you in the congregation? You here with us? The congregation of what? Oh, 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 so, oh, oh, so now you, so now you're not in the church, right? You not right, Savon? But nah, but I'm with what? Steph. Like, I didn't know what you was talking about. You can't oh, just talk the, about you said taking the puss. You trying to get the puss, and he said, "Steph, you listening? You in the congregation?" Oh, so I you can't do that. You just assigned me the congregations right, I don't even belong to. My fault, Steph. You right? <laughs> you in the congregation of the Lord? You in the congregation of the Lord? All the time. Okay, cool. We gonna have, we got Deacon Steph here with us. Deacon Hello. Steph, how you doing, brother? Brother, brother A. S Sister Steph, it's so good to see you, baby girl. Listen, 
Brother Say, it's good to see you. I ain't seen you in a long time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah I already back. know. I, I, I had to step back. back in the church. Step back in the church. Get my life right. Get my life right. Brother, Yo, brother Alex, say, Alex, before you yeah. start, before you continue, yeah. Pastor yeah. A. Yeah. I need you oh, to give Pastor us that a. accent. I need you to give us that accent for this. What's going on with this, man? I'm trying to go back to the roots if we really doing this. Yo, you want me to get an accent for this one? You sure? Are you feeling this? We're in Niger yeah. Church today. All right, man. We're going to the Niger Church. Oh, yeah. Everybody enter, eh? Savon, <laughs> go, on, go on and do the coffee hour. Eh? When you conclude coffee the coffee hour. Eh, when you conclude the coffee hour, when everybody finishes eating, you come back to church. You will come Can back I do to the church. Greetings? Can I do the greetings? You, you are the deacon. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. You are the usher, you are the deacon, you are in the congregation. My you bad, know, sorry, so sorry, sorry. All the things you are naming, you're already here. You're I'm already, already here. here. Okay, I got you're my already here. Amen, okay. brother A. It's, All right. It's good. Okay. The when thing Jesus is, say yes, nobody can say no. When okay. Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When no, no, Jesus some people say... can say no in this story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let me get to it, y'all. Listen. We in the congregation today because Nasty Pastor Gray is back, y'all. Now, a lot of y'all out there might not know who Pastor Gray Why is. Why you gotta call him Nasty Pastor Gray? The, oh, man, just made one, the man made oh. one mistake in his life, now he's Nasty Pastor Gray. Was it one? Was it one step? That's what we're really gonna get to. Was uh, it uh, one mistake? All right, go ahead, tell your story, tell your story. Let, let's, let's tell the story of good old Pastor Gray. Right, Pastor Gray, story. let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all, Steph is fine. Remember, she's a deacon. She's met Pastor Gray, she's been on Zoom meetings. You know what I'm saying she's familiar with his work in the in the community. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Pastor Gray is what we call one of those icons in the in the um what's the game? What's the game called, Steph? In the in the religious circuit where you got your crypto dollars, the, the big the big commercial churches. Oh the elite. Oh the, the, the mega churches. The mega churches. There yeah. we go. I didn't want to I didn't want to disphrase. Beautiful. Yeah. Good. So I heard he was, you know, in tank in entanglements with the likes of Joe Alsteins and, and and have you they hung around you know I just want you to understand the depths of these people and the kind of money they have right they're usually big people they get a lot they get tons of money he's got a big church cool. he's got a big church he's got a lot of congregation members everybody shows up everybody reads the Bible mm -hmm. except him powerful preacher um, powerful oh, oh yeah so powerful, powerful. enough so powerful <laughs> enough that mm. he can't even fight his urges stuff mm. Mm. um I think this is the second time Pastor Gray has been accused of cheating, and uh, quite frankly, I believe it. I just, I just, I'm trying to understand here how how we got a cheating pastor here, Steph. Let's break mm. some things down, Steph. Let's go. Mm. Let's go into the article, okay? Right. This is again. This is your church member, okay? This is my, this is my church. <laughs> this is your pastor. This is, my church, this is, my this pastor. is where you get the scriptures and gems from. Got this it. is Pastor what you Gray. tell me and say, Vaughn. Thanks, y'all. Thanks. You, you told me you went to Bible study with him. I dropped you off. I said, um. Okay. Listen. Alex, <laughs> don't you go to his church every Sunday? Don't you? You and huh? your mom both go to his chill, church every chill, Sunday. Chill. You wasn't supposed to say that, chill. I ain't done. Oh, that okay. <laughs> you know yeah. I'm gonna usher in the back, chill. Yeah, Listen. your mom wore the so, good stockings. On, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Oh, See, this thing, right? Oh, oh, she's talking about your mom. Oh, that's who's speaking of your mom. Sorry. Oh my God, Savon. I don't know. She might be onto something here. Savon, she might be onto something here because Pastor Gray is looking for more women. Uh -oh. If for those of you that don't know, Pastor Gray is a married man with kids, correct? Mm. Yes. Married man with kids, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure we're not telling no lies here. All right. No. But for some reason, Pastor Gray just just can't pray away the lust. You know. Pray away the lust. Let me tell y'all what Pastor Gray over here saying. He complained to his side chick, right? This is what he told his side chick Mary from Houston via Facetime. 
He states, quote, Yo, my wife doesn't cook and feeds my son pizza every day. <laughs> That's what the Lord provided. The Lord Listen. found a way, baby. Not Five loaves that. and That'd two fishes. be grateful fishes. with that pizza. He who finds Won't a wife multiply? finds a good thing. Won't he multiply? So instead of using his Bible to pray for him and the wife, eh? <laughs> instead of using the Bible to pray for him and the wife, he went outside and committed adultery. Hey! Okay, did he have, did he have sex with her? Okay, well, you know. Or did he have an emotional affair? Because that's important. This is what I wanted. But see, that's the conversation I wanted to have with you, Steph. T talk to me. But did what he have sex? A, he didn't have sex. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Again, we that's don't know. That's good to know. That's, that's good to know. That's good to know. Okay, that's good to know. Because then we see was, what type of affair we're having, right? There are lots right. of different types of affairs, right? When, when affairs are still affairs. But you can have a physical know. affair. You can have an emotional affair. Okay, so somebody kind of with such. I think somebody was. I'm not such justifying it. I just wanted to know if he had, if it was reported that it was sexual. That's that's it. I believe somebody with such great faith and stature, oh, the emotional affair may be worse than the physical, <laughs> because it's almost like it's almost going back to Jada. Going back to Jada yeah. Pinkett Smith, everybody always talking about, oh my gosh, she took advantage of this poor kid because he looked at Will and Jada like a mother and father figure and he was vulnerable and she 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 was a predator. Uh, he's a pastor of a mega church and he mm. has money and he mm. earns a living off of the people and I don't mm. know, maybe it sounds a little predatory mm. to me. Mm. Mm. I think I think when you're in positions of power like that, the predatory title kind of gets pinned on you, like by default. My thing, because my it's like the, you're supposed to be like the shepherd of like these sheep. Yeah. You're supposed to be like, like, like that's why teachers aren't allowed to have sex with their students. They not? No, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Save I'm joking. Let me stop. Nah, because you know I bring See, this I'll be up saying to shit. Yeah, say, you gotta chill. We be trying to just, we can't you help just, it. You just listen. That's your brand. It's okay. That's it's just brand. be going. No, that's not. <laughs> Legacy, <laughs> Steph. Legacy. What, what would Chadwick do? We just had like this heartfelt this. conversation. You forgot already. <laughs> Yo, maybe it's so a I got a question for y'all. It's gonna get yeah. spicy real quick. It's gonna get spicy real quick. All right, and I want y'all to be honest. All right. Because like, what's the what's what's the topic around here, right? Are we expect like what what do we want to know? Are we putting him on trial? Do we have the right to? Oh, what, what are we? What's the angle here? It's piece by piece here, man. Listen, we got to analyze some things here. Real quick. Okay. Have you guys had side pieces in your life before? You ever had one before? Yeah? Have we all had a side piece fifth. here? Yes. Plead the fifth. Now you're pleading the fifth. Mm, it's interesting. All right. Okay. All right. That's, that, that lets us know all we need to know. No, y'all okay, told cool. me I was American, so I'm using my American rights. Nah, we said you was Boricua. Yo, um, Simon, ah! shut up. Shut the fuck up. We said you was Boricua. I'm talking about using my American right to get so tight. Guys, I only bring this up because Pastor Gray met his side chick at a funeral. Wow. That's, that's okay. so. Is that where, I don't is that where people usually wait, go? Like, listen. See? Side wait, side. wait. Hold on. Listen. So, Peace by peace. was he working the funeral because you know they have pastors and reverends and uh you know prominent figures in the churches that would come be and worse. you know manage the the funeral host like, yeah. mm -hmm. like so was he there yes. in attendance or was he like you know making the or like, a did, part like, of did the he service? know like was, he, was he a part of the service yeah. if yes. he was a part of the yes. service and met this woman there he's really with amazing. jeffree star and Andre <laughs> Harwald, whatever his name is, Warhol. is legendary Warhol. status. 
This Listen, is, like, you know how part nuts of the you gotta be? Do you know how oh, nuts he's you a legend. gotta be? He's a, oh, he's do you a legend. know how nuts you gotta be to give a eulogy? Right? Certified. Cry in everybody's eyes and then Certified. cheat on your wife at the funeral? Mm-hmm. Listen Certified. here. Pastor Gray, listen, I only bring this up here, y'all, because, you know, for pastors for a while, right, at least in my culture, right, I feel like each, like, pastor between, like, religions are allowed to do certain things, right? And they're not allowed to do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. I forget which religion it is. Some people, like, in Catholic, Catholic Cath- pastors... Catholicism. Catholicism, yeah. right? You're not allowed to marry. Get married. A, get married as a pastor, right? I feel I like... that was my true calling in life. Well, what was that, being a pastor? To be a Catholic priest? Mm-hmm. So you know, they you also did? historically so get married. They also historically can't control their lustful urges. So they take it out on the altar boys. Is that also oh, a part of your call? That, that's not a part Thank of you. my legacy. Right. We talking legacy stuff. I don't think you could take <laughs> not, one without the other. I think not a, not a part just, of mine. <laughs> if that's what you that's what you want to be, you got to take the good uh, with the bad. <laughs> no, I'll just take the good on this one. The same way pastor <laughs> taking the pussy. I'll just take the good. You didn't take the pussy. <laughs> listen, Yo. man. Listen, I'm sorry, listen, Steph. Y'all are boom boom. He taking the boom boom. Oh, that's the great take. Y'all ever seen how Stella got her groove back? Yeah, I've seen that movie. No, I, I, I didn't. Yo, Tay Diggs has the worst Jamaican accent I've ever oh, heard in no, my no. life in in that movie, and that's no, what you sound like. When you get a chance, Google Tay Diggs Jamaican accent in How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Like when people have really bad Jamaican accents, they sound like leprechauns. Oh, where's the gold? Copper the Irish, real quick. Turn up the pum pum. Like what? That's not how you say it. Stop it. <laughs> but listen, this is how I feel about like John Gray. Yeah, this is how yeah, I feel about Mr. John Gray, right? Yeah. Number one, I think in the church community, being a pastor is a coveted right. position, right? Everybody wants to be the leader. Everybody wants to stand on the stage and, and represent God, right? But what you have to know, number one, is that that's an incredible responsibility. And yeah. God says in his word that he actually holds a higher responsibility for pastors because they're in a leadership position, because they are not his, his, his mouthpiece, but because they're helping administer the word and helping people to understand their faith walk and their journey and, 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 and what the Bible says, right? Mm-hmm. So that's number one. So if you mm-hmm. were out here in the church community and you were like, yo, I'm gonna be a pastor, I wanna be a pastor, don't, don't rush, don't rush that, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, I feel like it really said, sent a message to me because um, I think a lot of times we all wanna be visible in places of visibility, we wanna platform, we wanna be, famous, impactful, and all that, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Let God do the work of developing you behind the scenes first. Mm -hmm. Because if you get promoted too fast and you're emotionally, sexually, Mm. physically immature, Mm. like that fall is going to be great. So I don't know. I'm not here to judge the man because I can't judge him because like I don't have a right to. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like be like, wow, this is the problem with the church or anything like that because I think that that was a isolated situation with a man who decided to use his power for for selfish reasons um i pray that he gets the help that he needs um i think at this point he should step down as a pastor for a little while um because this is the second time that an emotional affair has come to the surface um and i do for the second time this is the second time yeah and i'm like i'm not saying that pastors should be perfect but i believe that like if god is appointing you to this position like there's some things that you have to go through first. There's some things that you have to beat first. There's some things that you have to have like a lock on and not to say that you're perfect, but it's mm-hmm. just like, you can't arrive at graduation before completing all these classes. 
know? And, and real quick, my fault, yeah. like real quick, how am I supposed to digest your word as a congregation member? Absolutely. When, That's why I think when, you should step down. When, when you got your thoughts on flying her out to Cabo, <laughs> you know, it's just like, That's it's wicked to me. It Bro, I, we didn't even finish everything because it's disgusting. But my thing is like, imagine sitting in that church, thousands of people filled up. You are adamantly praying, mm -hmm. believing this man, right? Trusting in him and trusting in God because he's like the chariot, right? It, for, for the word and for the message. And you out here thinking about what I'm thinking about. And then it, it made me think about like, damn, I know we're all human, but like Steph said, you gotta be ready for this. Mm -hmm. And another thing, it's like, it's not like the problem that he was thinking like this is not the problem. Yeah. Like being tempted and having thoughts is not a sin. It's right, like right, how right, you right. decide you're gonna act on it. Mm. So he chose trying to act to on it. Trying, I, trying to I mentioned this before we started uh, recording, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's always, it, you know what? It goes back to another topic that we had, a reoccurring topic on this podcast, which is idolizing people, celebrities, mm. and all, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. at the end of the day, yep. he is still mm -hmm. a man. Mm -hmm. He shits. If you cut him, he's going to bleed. Yep, if yep, you yep. punch him in the eye, he's going to swell up, get a black eye. And if he wants to have sex with other people outside of his marriage, and he can, or let, let me not put that on him, because he... We don't know if he has sex, but temptation, he's going to be tempted. He going to act on certain temptations. Like he's still a man. Mm -hmm. So the same way y'all kind of tell me to, Hey, yo, chill. Don't be idolizing these niggas. You don't really know these niggas. Like yeah. what the fuck you fucking with this nigga Neo for? I don't even know why you like the nigga. Like, yo, it's a little chill. different save on when you're trying chill. to read the word. I, nah, I feel you, bro. But it's it different. Cause like, it is that's different. art. That's art. Right? It's, Savon? It, it's, it is, like, but it's hear not. Hear nah, hear me out. Hear me out. When you go to, like, no, no, hear me out. A lot of people that go to church, bro, don't know how to pray correctly. Or, or they think they're not doing it correctly, right? They're mm -hmm. looking to the, the pastors as the, like, you're right, though. You shouldn't idolize them. They're kind of looking at them mm -hmm. as kind of perfect within mm -hmm. this re religion realm, right? So mm -hmm. it, it's just mad deceitful where it's just like, yo, bro, I can't allow for you to be leading the flock like this, bro. Right. <laughs> like, but that's it. But again, I see what you're saying about idolization, though. Like, yeah, I, I don't 100%. think, like, I don't think that like it's right to put anybody on a pedestal, like pastor right. or not. I think mm -hmm. like you're obviously gonna have certain expectations, and I think it does get a little bit more seriously when you are like administering the word of God. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because that's bigger than just like human like stuff here. Like, oh, he makes really good music, so he's my idol. It's like, okay, that's great. He makes really good music. Okay, but mm -hmm. it's like. It's a little bit more serious when it's like, hey, I am a man of the cloth. You know what I mean? I have graduated from I'm here or I have my, you. Yeah. I, I, you can trust, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Th those are more sensitive. But it's still, at matters. the end of the day, the same thing that they all have in common yeah. is they're human. They're human. Yep. So yep, yep, yep. That's, that's, that's just how I feel about I it. Agree it, it does It does suck because, again, you are supposed to be the mouthpiece for what people believe in. Um, and so you are putting that pressure on yourself. You sign up for it. Like yeah. you sign up to be held to a higher standard. If you don't want to be judged in that way, then, hey, join the congregation and not be the person leading the way. You know, he understand and acknowledge, yo, I got some things I got to work through, which is clearly infidelity on his part. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just think. And it's just it's, rough I, that it's so public, too. 
They're, of course, one of, those of mega course. Churches, right? You know, but like we see this all the time. It's rough for his, it's rough for his wife. It's rough for his kids. It's, it's. We, I'm sure it's, it's rough for the members of the congregation that go to that church. You see 100%. it a lot of the time. Maybe not all the time, but a lot of the time. And I think you know somebody who grew up in a church. I've been to plenty of churches called plenty of churches, different churches, home and different pastors and all that stuff. Uh, coming up, and I I can vaguely remember a lot of the pastors always being uh, well spoken, mm-hmm. always being educational always mm-hmm. being accessible mm-hmm. always being for the most part good looking you know what i'm saying like those are it comes with a lot and at the end of the day we are still they're still men you know so um I've you seen a man it. you a nasty. man if you if you dirty mac your your wife though like he was telling his side chick like yo my wife be feeding my son pizza but like. you know like he don't even got game like that like yeah, the game was like yeah. he, he, he don't even got a game like like he should have prayed for that. Back in his, uh, he said, "You home? Put some that. lip gloss on. I'm about to FaceTime you. Put some like, lip gloss on. What an like, odd request. Because like you know you wrong. Jeremiah, you know you you shouldn't have been in the streets talking about put some. That reminds me of a story that I have. Wow, it's crazy how life comes full circle. I was in about tenth, eleventh grade. There was this girl, very um. She was just to herself. She didn't really give too many guys attention. She ended up giving your boy a little bit of attention. Right. I'm saying. I knew I knew she wasn't giving up the pum pum. So I was just <laughs> like, all right, I, I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure out what, what am I gonna do, right? So she she yeah, she wasn't giving it up and it was cool. She was a nice girl, whatever. I wasn't really looking for anything too serious. I think I had a girlfriend at the time, I was probably cheating. But um <laughs> I was getting to know this girl. I was getting but to you know plead the fifth. I know. Right. And, no, yeah, I plead the I fifth for know. sure, for sure. Uh, American rights, baby. American rights. Um, and the pastor saying, hey, put on some lip gloss. I remember I, I, had, a, I had an appointment. I had a phone sex appointment. <laughs> I've never had phone sex at that time. I think the most I had was I was just beating off and the girl was just making noises on the other side of the phone. I feel like like, uh, phone sex and appointments go hand to hand. No, but like I didn't know what I was doing, right? So... Because I, like, I feel like, how do you just, like, conjure up a phone sex conversation? Just, like, I feel like well, you need to know, like, what type of conversation is about to be. It's like, hey. No, it happened you know both ways. I had you know one I appointment. The appointment wasn't successful. And then the one that just happened on the fly, <laughs> like, I got my shit all the way off. Oh, like, it was great. Uh-huh. But, so this one, I tried to schedule this appointment. I'm talking to this young lady. And she's down. She's with it. She's like, all right, let's give it a shot. Again, She's kind of to herself. She wasn't the most well-versed in this kind of stuff. And we were just about to just get freaky on the phone. So I remember she's up, ready. Man. She texts me. She's like, it's going down. Oh, my God. So now, Hit you with right, jug. I'm in the dark. I'm in my room. I'm in the dark. I, uh, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm well-equipped. <laughs> I'm well-prepared. I got all oh, lotion. Lord. I got, I'm ready to go. Right? <laughs> So now, and this goes back, remember the pastor talking about, hey, put on some lip gloss, right? <laughs> so the first thing that I do when we get on the phone, I put on my mm. sexy voice. I'm like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? 
trying to Oh, that's the sexy oh, voice. Yeah, how you doing? Like, you know, I was, wait, you know but, how I get into but it? But wait, but but listen. Oh, did I just so crazy. like I did it for you? I did it for you. Hey, I did it for you. you Alright, so now me. shut your ass. <laughs> nah, I did it for you. Hey, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> So now I'm, I got. Nah, I mean, I think I got the sexy voice. I don't know. I ain't got no sexy voice. So nah, that was something. I get on the <laughs> phone, and the first question that I ask, I said, "Hey, uh, what are you wearing?" <laughs> and she just starts dying laughing on the phone, and she's like, "Fam, I am not doing this with you. I will see you in third period tomorrow." No. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I've seen her since, she's looked at me and says, "Hey, what are you wearing?" Hey. <laughs> I'm like, oh. No, she's great for that. She's hey, great for that. What are you wearing? She's great. I feel like that is like sex phone sex one on one. Never ask what you're wearing. I don't. I didn't know what I was doing, man. Hey, like, oh, what are you wearing? Hey, what, what are you wearing? wearing? <laughs> well, would, and say, but why the hell would you say that? Khakis. Khakis. I was <laughs> trying to visualize it. Like I thought she was in the freaky mode. I was in my boxers. I had the silk boxers on. Oh, Savon, you take everything movie. out of movies? You just I, take everything I out know. of movies, huh? Where did I get my inspiration from? What else oh, I shit. Who's gonna raise oh. me if they don't? <laughs> like, Who's gonna raise me if they don't? Yeah, so must have said that Savon gave him the movie response. I thought, hey, I, man, yeah, are I, thought you I was married? doing something, y'all. What so, was next? I told Nothing. Her she was hung next. up. She oh, hung yeah, up, no, no, and no. I seen her she... the next day. And the first thing she did was look at me, and she had the wagon. Like, that ass was fat. So when she <laughs> when I asked what she was wearing, like, it was really taking me somewhere, trying to visualize it, because her body was so nice. Yeah. yeah. So That makes sense, though. When you're on the sorry, phone, you're trying to visualize things. That's yeah, I, I I never knew. I never. I don't know, man. That's not this is bad. I shouldn't say these things. Um, All right. Well, I'm glad that was very honest. To the church. I'm glad. That was. It was. It was. I was very honest. Y'all ready to get honest? Yeah. Are y'all ready to get honest? I think I had something else. Oh yeah, before we get up out of here, before we get honest, um, I'm gonna shout out to Devon Terrell and LJ. LJ, the mm. producer, yes, pulled up favorite. to the show. Yes, Devon Terrell, yeah. friend of the show, mm. uh, you know, family member of the show, damn near At my replacement point. for the show. Like, hey, Devon, right. still right. want my job. Uh, but no, <laughs> um, shout out to them. Uh, they produce a song, and they got my guy listening to it, Neo. Neo is vibing with Devon Terrell and LJ's remix to his song, You to yeah. Love. I think there was like a competition that Loom who yeah. we've also had the creators of the music streaming app Loom come mm -hmm. on the show and tell their story. Um, yeah. It's so crazy how full circle and everything. how it everything is. is so connected. So anybody who's been rocking with us for a long time, you go back to our previous episode, Loom. Uh, we had these two amazing guys. Uh, I want to at least, I know I have one of their names off the top of my head. Andre? Andre? Yes. Andre's one. Yes. Shout out to Andre. Andre and mm. who is, I think. Andre, Andre with an E. Yes. Andre, yeah. yes. That's the one I'm talking about. So Andre <laughs> yeah. pulled up and his guy and they came through and they explained everything that Loom was. Devon Terrell, right. he co-signed it as well. He also told us what Loom was and, mm -hmm. you know, how big of a platform it's going to be and how interactive that it is. Um, yeah. And then at some point, them, Loom and Neo... They connected and now they're working together. So that ties Devon in 
And it's just a beautiful thing because outside of my fanship for Neo and um, all of that, Devon, he's an artist and he actually really looks up to Neo too for inspiration. Mm. And I know Mm -hmm. that's one of his guys. So to see him winning and to see LJ, somebody so young, such a young producer, have an ear. And I know that got to be a huge accomplishment for him to have, um, you know, to see a video of Neil listening to his fucking music. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. kid is still young. So, um, shout out to them. And Back. good luck to anybody who's doing the yeah, remix challenge. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Loom, Andre, the whole team. I thought that was a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Shout out yeah. to them. Yeah. Nah, yeah. for sure, for sure, for That's sure. So now, uh, if I'm being honest, is that time, guys? Oh. Yo, Steph, you've been the MVP the last two episodes. If I could shit on you when you fucking up, wait, I what about me, you bro? They was, bro, you nah. don't be showing love, bro. They be talking nah. about me on Twitter. They talked about mine the most on Twitter last week, but nah. nah. But yours don't hit like what Steph. What about me, do. bro? <laughs> My fault, Steph. But no, I told okay. you at the top, you be doing it for me though. Like I fuck with no. your shit sometimes. Just bro. keep going. Just like, keep going. Like, you my guy. Just like, keep it rolling. <laughs> just keep it rolling. <laughs> but I was giving you. Okay. Thank you. You should go first. You should go first. You want me to go first? You should go first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The pressure's on. All right, but damn. All right. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't think I'm gonna pressure my kid to go to college. Um. Hmm. Yo, you be thinking about kids a lot, fam. A like, lot. Still, but you talk no, no, to me. But it's not. Y- let me tell you what it is. I tell you this all the time. I want to start a non for profit in my hood. Like, mm. being an only child, it made me realize because I was, ha- I kind of had to raise myself to an extent because my mom was working in the city and shit. How much things are neglected for kids, or how much things kids don't have. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about the youth. I'm always thinking about the children. I'm always trying to see what's good with the little homies. Ah, ah, how they doing? Mm-hmm. Because. The youth is so important, like yeah. so important. The youth is what breaks generational curses. You know what I'm saying? It. And trauma, for sure. For sure. And it. trauma, yeah. you get know what I'm saying? So if we can get like we're we're considered youth, if we can pass that down to the people younger than us, I'm mm-hmm. all here. Mm-hmm. But yes, if I'm being honest, I don't think I'm gonna push college on my kid. And let me let me kind of tell you guys why. Mm-hmm. I think by the time I have a kid and by the time my kid is 18, 20, you know, I think by that time in this country in the world. Getting a job is not going to be such the requirement it kind of has been. Or um, going to college. Going to, like that whole Like mold. getting a job won't require college. Correct. Right. Correct. You know, and I'm realizing that because a lot of the kids now are understanding their talents at a very young age, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when we was younger, like the only niggas that kind of understood their talents was the singers, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. a little dancer. Like they knew what they was that. A lot of these kids now at... 16 years old are interested in the stock market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, imagine leaving high school with, I don't know, $20,000, $50,000 worth of money that you've accumulated throughout high school in the stock market. Mm-hmm. What would force you to want to take out a four-year to, you know, loan mm-hmm. yep. for a private mm-hmm. institution, you know? Especially and when I, we're living in a creator's maker, maker's market where you could just take all that money out and start your own business. Everything's digital now. And yeah. it's going to continue to trend digitally. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So... I'd, I'd, I'd actually be pretty upset if I had to take out loans for my kid. I'm not going to lie to you. Because just just now, I, I graduated, what, only three, four years ago? The amount of opportunities now is just like, I, I, I don't think I would have went to college. Honestly, mm-hmm. we did because I met Savon. But imagine all the things. <laughs> right? brother. It worked out, you know. But imagine all the things you can actually learn on your own, all the debt you could sure. save, you know, mm-hmm. once you realize what your passion is at a very young age. It's true. Yeah. I went to school for a very affordable rate. Right. I went for free. You did? <laughs> Tough. I, w- I went to you a, a private. You My mom worked at the schools, and at the time, before Finesse they it. changed it, it was free tuition. Mm. 
My mom yes. put herself, yes. me, yes. and got three years through that. my brother's free college tuition Amazing. of a private school. Finesse the shit out of that system. But continue. Love no, that. I mean, shit. I mean, yeah. I don't even really want to talk my story no more. But That's it. We just say, leave it right there. All I mean, shoot. All I was gonna say is I went to college for a pretty affordable rate, and I, I, I guess I'm getting some use out of my degree. I guess I'm, you know, in right. journalism and media studies. So yeah, yeah. But, but fuck my nah. story, you know. Nah. <laughs> it, it's crazy, right? Because my mom said, like, she put me on a. Uh, she sat me down. She said, "Yo, I got a deadline." I can't mm. work here. This environment mm. is not for me. I'm not making enough money that I can. She said, I, yeah. I came here because I could go to school for free. I could get my master's degree Smart. for free. So she put me on a deadline. She said, yo, I don't care about you messing around, failing classes. All that shit is done. We're here now. Mm. I am getting my degree this semester, and so mm. are you, and then mm. I'm out. And it's we like followed that. the plan to a team. Me and my mother graduated same day. Yeah. And the very next year, they changed it to um, free tuition to like uh, reduced Partial. tuition. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Right. So right before the school changed it, me and my moms, we got our degrees for free and bounced. Wicked. Wicked. Man, that's a beautiful thing. That's yeah. a beautiful I, I had me a little scholarship, but you know, at these private institutions, they need to give you way more. Yeah. yeah. You know it's like it saying? just what takes the tax off or something. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna lie. They was giving me like they was giving me like ten racks a semester, but still, oh. these are these are private. Yeah, I was kind of smart coming out. But the school we went to, it was mad yeah. bread. Like, yeah, yeah. Mad, like mad, 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 mad bread. So ten racks a semester is like yeah, it's cool. Okay. But you know, I could use yeah. some more. You know what was like saying? fifty thousand, so, seventy thousand. Uh, 45, 50 40? max. I think okay. when we left, it was at 48. Okay, like that's, 47, that's steep. That's steep. And that's not the textbooks. That's not the meal plan. That's, if you, just, that's just so classes. Yo, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Okay. I never bought a textbook. I finessed all of that shit. I was either cheating off the PDFs online or somebody t I took a picture out of somebody's book. Yo, we we that's what. Tough. But look at what, yeah. how we have yeah. like, and exactly. I'm not, you know, I'm only and gonna speak for the black experience. But like, yes. look what we gotta do just to be on the same plane. Like, we have look. to fig, we gotta finesse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to y'all. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. I Steph, like that. I'll go um, next. I'll you, you want to go next? I'm letting you choose the order because you've been killing us in this shit. So I'll go next. <laughs> right, let's go. Go next. Um, this one is not as thought provoking, but my reasoning behind it, I think, is. Mm -hmm. um so if i'm being honest mm -hmm. i am no longer in a rush to get married oh no this is a big deal hold on <laughs> everybody bring out the red carpet here with my champagne hold on hold on what's your name who, who are you um steph, steph. what do you say steph f this is steph, steph f, f. Ferrari this f is not steph, oh. steph. this ain't steph with the styles hi this Ferrari is Ferrari f. F. steph Stephanie's not here at the moment. He's calling. Oh, this Lamborghini stuff. <laughs> um, but yes, if I'm being honest, I'm not in a rush to get married. And I'll tell you why. So you guys know my situation. Can y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah? Okay. So you know my situation. You know I am uh, in between households right now. Um, and so I have... This is the first time that I've ever, like, lived, I guess, with my significant other. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that it has just kind of... It just kind of paints a realistic image of what joining like two lives look like we'll be, we'll look um and it's still a beautiful thing like i still like want to do it and i want to do it with like this person whose roof i'm currently underneath but um <laughs> yeah. yeah you better say that yeah <laughs> that keep that same energy i would you expect nothing no else today. right <laughs> i expect right, you to say so nothing I don't gotta else to the shelter that you used to work at um <laughs> yeah, she, gonna, she gonna be over there like yo so, like say they got any availability in there um <laughs> nah but 
Uh, no, I, I think I say that because I think that uh, probably a lot of little girls around my age, when they grew up watching Disney Channel, you know, they was like, I'm going to find a prince and get married and live happily ever after. And marriage is the goal. You know, like marriage will help me to live happily ever yeah, after. You know, right. marriage will make me a complete woman. You know, I'll just correct, realize correct. who I am. And I realized that, like, you really have to be complete coming into a marriage already. Ooh. You know, snappy y'all. I'm snapping um, y'all. It's I'm not about stuff. it's not about your significant other um, keeping you entertained. It's not about your significant other meeting every single one of your needs. It's Come not. On. It's not even about Come your significant on. other making you happy. It's not. It's really not. Like you kind of just have to have that already. <sighs> and then when you guys do come together, and as you are living your life, like y'all are kind of both whole. So y'all are filling the marriage box with things. You're not like, like a marriage box is like, I read this thing one day where it was like a marriage box is like empty. Like when you open mm -hmm. it, there's nothing in there. You put things in there, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting. Because I'm like, well, if the husband and wife, you know, are the people that are putting things in the box, you know, or, you know, whatever, then you have to have something that you're bringing to the table. So I don't, I don't think marriage like makes a woman. I don't think it is like a, a I don't think it's like, the overall goal i think a healthy marriage is the overall goal mm -hmm. um and i think you have to be prepared for that um and so i feel like i just i just i know that i still have things that like i want to work on for myself mm -hmm. um and so i'm not in a rush because i'm kind of like we we play a house right now and i'm like oh, okay <laughs> this is real i will say it's funny a few months ago me and steph um we had to take a trip from the studio i think to her house because i had parked my car there and yeah. we had this super cool uber driver i was in a relationship at the time i think oh um, i forgot about that guy. yeah super okay. super cool uber driver yeah he could and not he was in a relationship out. yeah, um, yeah the conversation. Like, he was super he was, intrigued yes he was inserting himself he was a younger <laughs> he was guy he was talking about you know like yo i found my wife super young like he was really just giving us game giving on his experience yeah. and i remember uh steph's notion at the time was yo i can't wait to get married like it was so bad a eh? we stopped behind a school bus Steph looked to the left and saw four numbers together. The four numbers was the date that she wanted to get married in her head. Steph. So it was like 0208. And she was like, oh my God, look. And I'm like, fam, what? That's a fucking dumpster truck. Like, what are you, what am I looking at? And she was just mad hype because she's like, Whoa, that's what? the date I'm going to get married. Numbers mean like, something. I literally just said I wanted to get married in 2022. And look, it literally says 2022 on it. I'm like, yo, Steph, you got to chill, my nigga. Like, you start thinking everything's a sign now. You see? You see? You see? Yeah, so it's but that's literally yeah, how crazy I was about like, yeah. yo, I want to get married yeah. so bad, like, nah, nah. yeah, that's a fact. That's that's yeah. you, evolution. Do you, evolution. Do you feel like you do you feel like you've gotten some peace from from this revelation? Absolutely. I feel like it took. I feel like it scraped a layer of crazy off of me. Mm. Mm. Steph with the thirty point triple double back to back games. I mean, <laughs> my ring at what I got to do to get a ring. A championship Wait, ring, one? that is. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> She's so corny. <laughs> Y'all so love it. Y'all love it. Y'all love it. Oh, my God. Steph. Yo, Steph, Listen, YouTube comments. We already comments? somebody who's like a raunchy comedian. Then we got the dry I, humor of We do need the office. Yeah, you know, yeah. You okay, need, okay. You know what okay. I mean? You need a little corn. All right? You need a little yeah. corn on the cob. Okay. Yo, Steph, I ain't going to hold you. 
I read one of the YouTube comments. What they, they said. said. <laughs> Who is being rude? What they said. I gotta find this shit. They said Steph got the mic from the Gucci store, but got Wi-Fi from Seven <laughs> Eleven. I was crying. Oh man! Why are y'all so no. creative? Not Slurpee yeah. Wafa. Not, not the Slurpee Not the boneless wings from the hot plate no. from 7-Eleven. No. And if you <laughs> eat those, oh you God. don't value life for yourself. Also, quick tidbits. Uh, no, save on this. I'm going to say this after you get your tidbits. Okay, okay bet, 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 bet. So, Steph, she made me, she, she, she kind of made me raise the bar a little bit. Um, so, if I'm being honest, I believe that my journey on self-awareness has caused me to overthink and has become my biggest downfall. Oh, you potting right now. You're going to have to break some shit down and analyze. Hold on. That nigga Can you one more let me time? sit up straight. Yeah, let me sit up straight. Your journey. My journey in self-awareness, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. which I've been trying to figure this whole thing out and who I am and spirituality and my oh. beliefs. Just me, trying to get in touch with me, trying mm-hmm. to know me. Mm-hmm. Right. That journey has caused me to overthink, mm-hmm. which I believe has been a detriment to my downfall. And not, I won't say downfall, but it's it's heavy. It's, it's very been a heavy. That's to you. Yes. That's, what do you that's What been, do you think makes you overthink? Yeah, like let me let me let me get into fam. I just it, it again going back to Chadwick. It, it makes you think like okay, everybody's looking at us. Everybody's looking at. Savon, Alex, and Steph, and saying, yo, they're a prominent, they're in a position, right? They have potential, you know, they're working with Joe Budden, they're touring, they're on this show, they're doing that, they have a dope pot, like, all these amazing positive things, and, you know, everything seems to be going. We're not hurt, well, I don't, we're not hurting for meals, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all alright. You know, we have Shavina, we're able to keep her, and you know, we have connections in Los Angeles. Like, we have a lot to be grateful for. We have a lot of things going. But yeah. in my life, this is the longest that I've been single. Um, and I think me overthinking has been a reason why I've continued to be that way. Now, I told y'all, I like the relationship shit. I really do. I just right. can't figure the whole shit out. Like, I'm struggling in that can. department. Okay. But <laughs> we're I all in the same boat. That's We're on the same boat, buddy. Fact. Very true. <laughs> Look, I, I yeah, think... today you can't understand relationships. Tomorrow I don't want to get married. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> know, like, you never know what you're going to get with us. You never know what you're going to get with us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think okay. overthinking has caused me to kind of um, lose a little bit of faith in that, lose a little bit of hope, become content with, we spoke about it on last on the last episode, uh, millennial dating, uh, mm. being okay with being alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nobody wants to be okay with that. But mm. it's something that I've, come to terms with is like damn me just knowing myself so well it makes it harder for me to know or get to know anybody else because i know exactly what i'm looking for the feeling i want feelings that i've had and i want to like it's just so much self-awareness that fucks me up Mm -hmm. let me give you a little like a little advice with that brody because i used to do that a lot i know you're gonna be like oh my god not you eh?" (laughs) i used to do that a lot and my friends would be like yo bro like why are you acting as if it's so negative and it's okay to think all of these thoughts, Savon. Let me tell you what I do now when I think these thoughts, like relationship, things that I want to go better, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I look at these thoughts as a review in my brain and, mm. not, and not as a strike that I'm not doing good enough. I look at it as a review, like, all right, the last relationship I was in, what was the wrongs, what was the rights, cool. Um, 
I had a falling out with so-and-so, what happened? Like, it's okay to think about all of these situations because we're human and they're going to linger in our brain. But I treat it as a review, like a recap. Because once you treat it like a recap, it's a constant reminder that, yo, bro, you did something wrong or you did something right. Then that way, once you start to realize what you're taking from these recaps, it's like, all right, now going into that next scenario, that next similar situation, Mm -hmm. I'm already prepared. I don't feel nervous. You know, I've been doing these recaps already. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really something that's helped me mentally, like over the years, no lie. Like just taking mental yeah. mental notes. I, yeah. I think I think the problem with overthinking is that it's yeah. in the name. We overthink. Right. You know? Right. So, so like, you have to reword it. Yeah, and usually like overthinking is negative, right? Because right? you've right. overthought the situation and now all you can see is negativity. All you exactly. can see is how it won't work. Which lets you know you have overthought it. If right. you say, okay, you know, I'm thinking, and I, listen, I think we're all, we're probably all overthinkers here, except, except Alex. No, I'm overthinking. <laughs> no, right. but no, Alex, Alex, Alex reviews. Alex doesn't review. overthink. He I, reviews. I, I review. So he thinks, so it's a totally different, you know, way that he's going mm-hmm. about it. But I think I am definitely an overthinker. I'm not a reviewer. I end up thinking myself into a depression or into anxiety or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so I think like, A, like, what has worked for me is that it's a journey right like what you just said your journey to self-awareness is a journey Mm -hmm. i know you hear it all the time but like being kind with yourself and understanding hey like there are certain things i don't know Mm -hmm. like i thought i should have known them by now or maybe i'm even a little mad at myself that i don't know them but like that is a review that lets me know that i don't know something and that Mm -hmm. i'm learning and that's okay right like I used to think I was the best communicator in the world. And then I, and then I've, I've committed to this podcast for two years and I learned that I could be better. I learned that I could grow. (laughs) And I used to, I used to let it, like, I used to beat down on myself about me because you're overachiever, right? Like you, Mm -hmm. you, you do things like you're concerned about your body image. Like you want to look good. You want everything that you do to be excellent. You know, you're a writer, you're a podcast host, you're Mike A., you work for a prominent, you know, media mogul, you know? So it's like everything mm-hmm. that you have to do is like, oh, it needs to be done on the highest level at all time. Mm-hmm. But like that will literally set you up to like drive yourself crazy literally. because like the whole like- part of life is that you grow <laughs> and you learn, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and no, you arrive on like yeah. st- stages and levels. And so I always say this to myself. I usually don't take my own advice, but do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know, um, give yeah. yourself some grace. No, give I'm, yourself I'm some working grace. on it. I like that. I'm, I'm definitely working on it. Um, this podcast yeah. helps a lot. And speaking to other people, I, I do want to figure out a way to get back into therapy just to talk to somebody, just to, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Very honest. Aww. This was our best, if I'm being honest, in a while. I know. I feel like I'm glad we're actually not in a studio because I want to hug you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Group hug. Soon, soon, soon. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Very soon, very soon. We got a lot. We got a lot. Um, Anything else y'all want to get off? I think I had a... Another great pod. (laughs) (laughs) Who are we? (laughs) Oh, I got something. We we were talking about men's health earlier. This is not going to be sad. We're going to keep it on... It's not going to be a sad men's health. I just want to alert everybody that Wendy's, Wendy's, Wendy's threw an egg in their Baconator and they are calling it breakfast. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want you to consume this. 
Okay, I want you to think for yourself and I want better for you. So when you see that sandwich, yeah, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Yeah. Okay? Let's get out of here. Alright, man. Yo, what's up? I had to keep it a buck. So subscribe, like, comment. Thank y'all. Shiv, we love you. Don't eat that shit, man. It's episode 112 of the Need to Know Podcast. What you need to know, when you need to know. On the Need to Know podcast, we will be back again next week, God willing. Peace out, y'all. They called it breakfast. They called it breakfast, y'all. Yo, go to sleep. You don't even eat bacon, my nigga. Leave them alone. <laughs>